This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present By the Sword, a Palladium role-playing game campaign with David Larkins as the Game Master. Alright, good. So we are ready to go. I think I've got everything sorted here, um, you know, in terms of all of my, my little sandboxy elements. But I've Better. kind of just put this system together, so there might be some points where I have to pause and flip pages a little bit, but uh, we'll all see. Right. We'll just see how it goes. So, um, yeah. Other than that, though, we'll jump into it. So... Uh, so we left off with uh, the two of you uh, working for the man, basically. Um, a man. <laughs> a, man, a man or men. Um, <laughs> it's a little unclear at this point. Uh, but no, you're working for Edrin the Entertainer and his fabulous 14. Right. Traveling Carnival. Oh, yeah. So, um, you've met a few people. You've met the eponymous Edrin. Yep. With his uh, shady uh, backstory. Mm-hmm. And you have met um, Quinn Dreyer, the uh, puppet master and jester. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy with that yep. ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, one, the one who, li- uh, who led you to the... Uh, carnival in the first place mm-hmm. and of course you have met the lovely Anna Lee, a fellow mind mage Uh-oh. and uh, mm-hmm. fortune teller which by the way I was I was just kind of scoping ahead at the my, at the psionics list and this is why I was saying uh, off off recording earlier that uh, I'm not sure Palladium even has quadratic wizards I think the wizards just start out badasses and, and mind mages included because I mean the level two psionics abilities are insane. <laughs> are they? I haven't looked ahead. I was dude. Surprised. Yeah. I mean, I, I won't. I won't read the whole list off. But I mean, like these are things that, like, if somebody could do this in real life, they would be worshipped like a god. Like levitate. You can levitate <laughs> at level two. Oh, I'm gonna be using that. Hell yeah! There's bio regeneration. There's limited telepathy. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. insane. You know. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, you, you start, you start hitting those powerful, uh, spells pretty quickly. Uh, and the same goes for like the arcane magic as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, it's, it's something I've been musing about with the palladium level system. Cause obviously, I mean, you know, our sessions aren't super long, but this is session six, I think. And, you know, you guys are not even on the cusp of level two. I mean, you're, you're getting there. You know, I don't know why is this trying to like encourage us? Uh, No, I'm just, (laughs) that's what I'm saying is that the level progression is so much slower. And the thing is, it's like, you don't get a lot when you do, when you do level up, you get more hit points, your skills bump up a little bit. uh, You get a little extra ISP, right? 
but other than that, it's not like your saves get better. It's not like uh, I mean okay. your com- your combat so abilities. Like, you get then why you get, are we playing this? You get kind of like playing. some some good additional combat abilities maybe, but even those are fairly incremental. You know. Wow. Yeah. Do like, your sales pitch so needs a little work. Point? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just I'm trying to. <laughs> Well, first of all, I'm trying to I'm trying to prepare you for the inevitable disappointment, but um, but also, what the hell, man? but I, also, it just it makes me think like, oh, well, see, actually, I view it as a as a feature, not a bug, because because it implies, and I think it's true, obviously, as we've seen, that first level Palladium characters are actually fairly um, competent as long as you uh, use the skill system correctly. You're not constantly calling for skill checks, you know. Mm. Um, I think I think they're actually fairly um, fairly competent and, and durable, even you know. So I will say too, and this is weirdly counterintuitive mm-hmm. because Palladium <laughs> is such a quote unquote crunchy system, right? You know, there's so many like you look at the character sheet; it's like just stats <laughs> upon stats upon skills, and right. you know, it looks like the type of game where you'd basically run the thing based off of your you know stats like, yeah okay making rolls for everything and you're constantly fighting and you're constantly but one of my favorite sessions we've had so far has been the was really the last one where we didn't really mm-hmm. have any combat or really many skill roles maybe here and there but it was a lot mm-hmm. of just role playing and characters and interaction mm-hmm. stuff and i think the and that's kind of one of the magical things about the palladium system now mm-hmm. going into my my sales pitch okay yeah it, <laughs> we're doing that, good good cop bad cop here yeah you know. yeah <laughs> when when you make these characters, you get all these ideas for what they're like, and they become these really rich characters full of all these little nuances, and that also goes for NPCs and how you interact with them. And I think it's it's strange that a game that's so, like, sat-heavy and looks like, at first glance, like it would just be this total, like, simulationist kind of game ends yeah. up being really fun from a story standpoint. At least that's my experience from last session. It was my favorite session, I think. Mm, also, mm. I just love the circus thing, but I mean, this is really cool to like. You know, it's like <laughs> I started really getting a feel for who the character is, and when you are, when you do make those skill rolls or stat rolls occasionally, yeah. it's just yeah. like a little, you know, it's a little extra spice to the mm-hmm. to the stew. It's not the primary focus. And, uh, yeah, it's like it's like throwing in a couple extra things on top of your five bags of popcorns. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, like a little, a little bag of stuff. candy or a little yeah. statuette or something. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little, a little well, bit of seaweed, uh, a seaweed snack. You know, yeah. dried <laughs> seaweed like snack. A, some lucky rabbit's foot. A lucky like a, rabbit's foot. Yeah, a, a cup of soda or something. Cup yeah. of soda. A couple, couple of bags of soda. A bag of soda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um yeah no you're absolutely right and and also i think uh, ironically i think the experience point system helps to push that as well because uh you know as i've observed before like four-fifths of the xp awards are non-combat related it's just things that are like oh you you did a little character piece or you had an interesting idea i'm going to give you some xp for that and it creates this interesting little you know carrot uh, incentive system, you know, or it's just kind of like, oh, I'll, you know, whereas in D&D, it's like, oh, yeah, like, what what else am I going to do? I'm going to fight something. I'm going to kill it. Mm-hmm. So I'll get XP, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's it's not something that I'm thinking about while I'm playing. Like, I'm not trying to game the system. And right. No, no, no. But it just, all. it's at the end it's of re- a session it, like it that. It reinforces where, it. You yeah, know, totally. And, yeah. So at the end mm-hmm. of a session where you go, oh, wow, we didn't really fight anything. All we did was just, like, talk to some weirdos for (laughs) a couple hours and that was it Uh oh wow i got 400 experience for that oh like you know it's like oh exactly yeah yeah 
Mm. Yep. I'm all about the I'm all about that the character development through social like interactions. Yeah, it's like the um, World of Darkness, right? The storytelling system where mm-hmm. it's like you get XP for like what did you learn? Mm-hmm. And, you know, did you do something heroic, you know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, were you so. just present? Like, were you there? Yeah, did you complete a chapter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter what you did, it's just, you know. And, and it's and not then based the, off of, like, everyone gets a trophy, but just, like, it's kind of just getting your mind to think about the yeah, way it's my, a milestone, played. basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, a defender cool. of that, so. I agree. Uh, yeah, I like, I, I, I think, um, yeah, I like, I like both. Mm-hmm. I like both, and I think that you should be rewarded for both types of game. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, and then I and then it's it kind of you can kind of fit yourself in how you like. Mm-hmm. So you have different in variety. You know, is great too. You have a session yeah. where it is very combat heavy, and you're mm. like, "Whoa, that was intense!" And then yeah. another session where you you know meet NPCs and interact, and you get a better feel for who your character is, and and then that's very satisfying in another way. And you mm-hmm. go, "Oh!" And both of those together creates you know very interesting. Uh, layered experience which I enjoy. yeah I agree I totally agree okay yeah I, I yeah I mean it's it's uh, I don't know it's just the the depth of the of this you know play experience has been interesting to uh to experience but yeah. let's uh let's forge ahead I do actually have a question for you guys though uh-oh you might have to kill your characters. <laughs> yeah. Now that you have your character I, I, portraits. And... I was told there wouldn't be questions. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Can questions. Install questions, please. No questions. All right. So, uh, no, I, I just, I have a question about the setting uh, element here. Because I, I haven't been able to make up my mind on this. And in fact, I've sort of been um, purposely not talking about it. But there's this element of the setting that I, I just, yeah, I want to run by you guys. See what you think. Okay. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> well, it has to do with the uh, religions of the of the Palladium world. Okay. So there's, and I've I've mentioned that a little bit in passing. I mean, you know, I, I talked about the the Temple of Dragon Rite, mm-hmm. uh, ancient religion that worships these uh, transcendent dragons. You know, okay. um, and there's like a lot of really fun sort of pulpy fantasy st- uh, religions, like a lot of cults and sects, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, snake gods and spider gods, and it's a little like Glorantha in that way, kind of. Yeah. A little bit, not not quite as intense, uh, but definitely like definitely like you know the Conan movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you could totally, you would totally see James Earl Jones leading up a snake cult in this setting. You know, like cool. that's just one hundred percent would happen here. Um, but the main, the main religion in like the sort of civilized human world is called the Church of Light, and the uh, now you know i'm not a sp- scholar of the palladium system i mostly have just looked at the main rule book of the first edition and a couple other things here and there so i may not have the best picture on this but it definitely kind of seems like it's pitched to be like a you know sort of like the medieval church you know like you've got cathedrals and you've got a whole church hierarchy and all this other stuff you know but the weird thing about it, and this is this is totally like this is totally eighties game fantasy game world building, is that they basically just whole ass took an actual Earth pantheon <laughs> and and made it as the 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 basis of of the church, and it's it's the Egyptian pantheon. Oh, yeah, like straight just 
Straight up. Word so, word, yeah. so the Church Church of Light worships Ra, Isis, and Thoth, hmm. but also includes Osiris, Horus, Bennu, and Apis. Hmm. Um, there's, but then there's also like the Church of Set, uh, Set and Anubis. So there's like the the sort of dark sided church, <laughs> you know, um, and um, but uh, no pyramids. It's cathedrals. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It doesn't have any of the trappings of Egyptian culture or worship. Hmm. It's just it's just the gods of Egypt. Huh. But it but it's like totally like this medieval style church, you know. Hmm. What do you think about that? That's weird. I don't like it. Yeah. Because it's kind of see it harkens back to the late 70s when the deities and demigod book came out for D&D and it just had all these like D and D statted up versions of different pantheons, and so people would just be like, "Oh, I'm I, you know, I can't be bothered to come up with my own pantheon, so I'm just going to flip through deities and demigods." I, I would bet I would bet cash money that this is what happened: is that Kevin Sabita owned deities and demigods, and when he was running the Palladium world as a D and D world before you know turning it into his own system, he just went, "Oh, I've always liked the or sorry, I've always liked the Egyptian gods," you know, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and just went ahead and, 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 you know, lifted them out of deities and demigods and turned them into the main churches of his setting, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, what do you think of this? Hmm. <clears throat> well, I think two possibilities. One is ditch it all together, mm-hmm. you know, and just say, it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. your game, you know. Take, take it out like it doesn't mm-hmm. you know it mm-hmm. seems it does seem like on its surface it's very much that it's just mm-hmm. here's a here's a plug and play pantheon that we yeah. Have it in. yeah option two is you know depending how weird you want to get with it is say that these are the actual egyptian this is the egyptian pantheon yeah. palladium palladium world is somehow connected in some way with actual earth and there might be a possibility for some weird crossover, but if you're going to do that, then you have to restructure everything so it has much more of a Egyptian feel to it, like mm. pyramids, and you know, have it actually kind of follow some of the iconography and all that, so that you mm. know, but that would just be if you wanted to like have kind of an interesting um, crossover where you go, whoa, you know, there's a chance that if you, you know, fight your way up through this thing, you might find a weird Stargate tele- tele- teleport that takes you to like that's, ancient Egypt. That's, you know? uh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you might find um, MacGyver waiting for you on the other side. You know, yeah. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. Yeah, I know. No, I mean, that that's actually, the, that's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah, he's Richard the one Dean that uh, Selma, Patty or Selma is obsessed with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, MacGyver. shut up, MacGyver's on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson. Richard yeah. Dean Anderson. Um, that's that's certainly the canonical, ver- you know, um, take from the Palladium Megaverse is that you know these gods are just ascended beings. It's very theosophical, mm. and um, and they're just worshipped on a variety of different uh, you know planes of existence and different different parallel universes, basically. Yeah, and, I'm like seeing why I don't know why I negate things right away. I'm just like, Mah. I don't know. No, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. It's cranky. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Then it kind of diffuses, like like it it rem- it takes it out of the context of the setting, which I think informs why it 
why it developed the way it did. Oh, yeah. Like, so the the climate, the landscape, the people, like, I I mean, this Mm -hmm. is kind of getting into more spiritual discussion. No, but it's it's absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, spirituality, religion, and worship. So, like... Yeah, like the fact that that, that the sun god is the chief god. Of course, uh, the sun god would be the chief god in a desert mm -hmm. culture, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's also just weird because it's this hodgepodge. Again, this is very... It's very on brand for the gamer culture that this game came out of. Yeah. Uh, but it's this hodgepodge because there's also druids. There's also like elemental wizards. Uh, there there are demons and devils as we have established, you know, mm-hmm. like which like all of that is like different. Like you, you can justify druids and elementalists alongside demons and devils because they both come out of the same kind of, you know, Northern European cultural traditions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But and then demons and devils, you know, would would actually fit, you know, with that sort of medieval church aesthetic that they seem to be going for with the Church of Light. Uh, even just calling it the Church of Light sort of implies, you know, oppositional uh, alignment to, you know, demons. Right. <laughs> so right. Um, and I and, and all, all of their other cults and sects and everything else, I, I really like all the non-Egyptian stuff. So it's just kind of like, well, maybe I should just take the Egyptian stuff out and just either develop my own Pantheon or find one on drive through RPG. That's like a generic fantasy Pantheon, you know, just drop that in, you know, it just feels a little like they're just putting it on there just to do it as opposed to it being really part of the world and like intrinsic. Yeah. I don't know. That's my thought. Yeah. That's kind of how I was feeling too. So I wanted to check in with you guys on that see how you felt. Because if you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I love the Egyptian pantheon. Let's do it. You know, like I don't uh, not love it. I'm just I don't know. Like, in the right why, context, right? Yeah, like why, why would you do it for this one? Like that just seems weird. Here's here's the thing. I think mm-hmm. if there was an actual, and this comes with like trust, you know, mm-hmm. in the in the game designers. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait. Uh-huh. The author. <laughs> the author. Yeah. But if you know, there's 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 definitely a bit of a lack of trust there just from other, you know, other uh, <laughs> offerings. Yep. So, right. so you go, it's not like, you know, my initial thought isn't that this was a well thought out. There's a, like a deeply considered idea where he's like, you know what? I want to have this Egyptian pantheon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back in, you know, the X dynasty of Egyptian, you know, there was mm-hmm. a, uh, some kind of rift, some kind of fucking Stargate opened up. Richard D. Anderson <laughs> came out and a bunch of like, <laughs> And, and and then like you know a uh, bunch you know there was a migration of Egyptians through the Stargate into the world of, of Palladium, mm-hmm. and they founded this the, you know so religious they founded it here but it kind of modified over the you know centuries because of the you know native religions and so da 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 yeah. right there's yeah, a real right. evolution a real thought there put into why this exists here and mm-hmm. how it would look right because that's an interesting idea yeah. what what would that look like well sure like, I don't know yeah you know all these right. kind of like pyramids but mixed with you know not in a desert environment but in a more mm-hmm. you know yeah okay so stuff like that uh but i just don't think that's what happened i think it was, what you said is exactly <laughs> what happened where he just he's like i oh, i need a i need a, I need a pantheon here we go and that's it so like us jumping through hoops trying to make it into something right that, right you know like trying to turn it in or try to like twist our brains into thinking like how it could oh maybe if it was like this like it's a lot of work like because uh, <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you there's also the cults of chantico 
Shantika was an Aztec goddess. Yeah, I was going to say. But so, yeah, so it was definitely just weird. paging through deities and demigods and going, oh, I like that. That's pretty cool. I'm going to include that. But there's, like, a lot of original stuff in here, too, like Dragon Right, the Temple of Dragon Right. Um, there's, you know, uh, the cult of uh, an undead god. There's a cult. There's various death cults in general. There's, um, oh, this one's pretty cool. Kirgi, the rat god. Oh, that sounds fun. Um, yeah, it says it is a favorite god among thieves, con men, goblins, hobgoblins, orcs, and changelings. Kirgi is extremely popular in the Old Kingdom and the Western Empire. Hmm. You know, that's cool. I like that. You know, so there's like a yeah. lot to, there's a lot I can I can keep. The The whole wolf and pantheon is original. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the sect of the juggernaut. You know, I mean, like these are, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, they're very pulpy. Cult of the mm-hmm. Red God. Very cool. Uh, definitely keep all those, but yeah, just kind of like take all the Egyptian and Aztec shit out and just put, put in something else. Yeah. yeah, it does kind of stand out. I, I will say that I there's yeah. something to be admired, or it is it is admirable mm. that they just like straight up put the Egyptian pantheon. Like that's pretty <laughs> bold. Like yeah. it was it was weirdly common. I mean, even the Forgotten Realms has it, right? Because you, yeah, well, you have Tyr, you have Tear, you have Leviathan. Like you have these earth gods that are showing up in these fantasy worlds and they're, it's always explained like, well, you see gods are actually these multidimensional beings and they can exist in multiple realities. And, you know, like, yeah. right. but, but you know, it's like who's outside of people who study Norse mythology or Finnish mythology, who's heard of Tyr or Leviathan, you know, like those are, you know, I remember like being, I don't know, in college when I found out, you know, Tyr was a Norse god, you know, and like, I was like, oh, okay. You know, well, that's interesting. Like, I guess I, my thing is that there's, I have a yearning for fantasy set in those settings, like a fantasy game that's set in thing. those settings. So yeah, in an Aztec makes you setting, think of those an Egyptian things. setting, yeah. it's like, yeah. it doesn't have to be default, like Western European or borderline Eastern European right. fantasy. Right. Right. Be like, like, what would it, what would a fantasy game look like in an Aztec realm oh it'd be world. i mean yeah i'd love I'm to i'm glad you asked <laughs> well no they actually well that's the thing and that's kind of what where I was, <laughs> that's, well that's what i was kind of thinking of with with the whole how like it's a little bit uh you know i'm a little kind of I'm, I'm not even mad i'm impressed you know that they just straight up put the egyptian gods in there because what usually happens is they just reskin uh, existing Earth pantheons and just change the names, you know, right. and it's like you're like, yeah, mm. yeah, 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 you know, and they're like, it's a mere fantasy world, and you're like, yeah, right. I know what that is. So like, right. So D and D, AD and D has this whole campaign setting called Mastika, which is essentially mm-hmm. kind of like a, a sort of a, a Central American kind of setting, mm-hmm. and it's but it's fully like reskinned. So <laughs> some of that feels like. You know, I, I like, you know, when you talk about the rat god and the red, you know, I, I prefer like, you just come up with something fucking original. Like come up mm-hmm. with something yeah. totally out there. You know, it's actually in many ways for me, it's a little worse to just reskin stuff because it's almost yeah. like you're trying to pretend like it's something original and it's not. Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. if you just say straight up like, yeah, it's, this is the Egyptian pantheon. They have the same right. names. It's like, I can kind of almost admire it. Like I could be like, okay, cool. Like at least you're not trying to pass it off as like some kind of, unique thing that you've come up with right that's when it gets into like appropriation and and it's like it's just not acknowledging the history the people the context of those very beloved you know right because it's saying it's saying that these gods are objective figures that Mm -hmm. exist outside of the cultures rather than being products of the cultures themselves and acknowledging those cultures for what you know what they 
what they have, you know, what they, what they, what they consider sacred. So. And that's why it would have to be to make it work. You would have to really start with it being something that originated on earth. Yeah. And through some kind of wackiness got transported to this other world and Mm -hmm. developed simultaneously as its own, its own evolutionary path that took it to whatever time this is. And so, you know, that's, that's how you, you couldn't have it just be like simultaneous. Cause yeah, it's kind of like, it almost gets in that weird territory where you're dealing with like passing off historical things oh. as magic. You know, I, forgot, right. I think he's mentioned there was some term for that where you're like, no, that actually happened. Like that was a real thing. So it's like, you kind of would have to go in reverse, but that's so much, that's so much legwork just to try to make something work. So yeah. I don't know. I say it's well, fine. Just take it out or change it or whatever. I'm- yeah, I'll take it out. The The cool thing is that all the labels are suitably generic. So it's like the Church of Light, the Church of the Seven Waters, the Church of Tout. The I mean, there's a couple that are like there's the Cult of Set. Obviously, that would have to be renamed. Uh, but the Cult of the Great One, which is the Osiris cult, you know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I can just rename that. So, yeah, I'll see. I'll... Um, for now, I'll just refer to them by their generic names, and we'll just, you know, if if it comes up at all. I mean, that's right. the other thing is you guys aren't playing like religious, you know, terribly religious characters, so. No. Oh yeah, I mean, we could probably go through this whole campaign without even interacting too much with any of that. Yeah. I think, and like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, unless there was like, yeah, this plan where it's like, oh, you know, it's this campaign. Like, I can see if you were doing like a pre-made campaign. Yeah, yeah. And it had like a lot of that in it. And yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Or somebody was playing a priest or or mm-hmm. a paladin, you know. And I have to right. deal with it. So, yeah, it's fine. I just love that they have uh, stats. They have stats for all the gods. Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh so, yeah. Well, that's so you, classic. You can fight them. You can fight them. Yeah, that's why. That's why they have them. I mean, that's, that's why all that exists <laughs> is because at a certain point your character hits. 20th level and you're like what do i do well i'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go kick the shit out of uh Kierke the rat god I wonder, yeah i wonder how Aww. i do against zeus yeah, yeah like you can see you can see like in the book it actually illustrates here um i'll share my screen it actually illustrates the pantheon it is literally the egyptian oh. gods in their huh. egyptian get-ups you know like just hanging out just chilling yeah so where's the female gods uh they don't exist and uh no i don't okay <laughs> curious yeah no apparently they don't exist so hmm. fun not in that illustration at least anyway okay oh, sorry, yeah. muted. Who, who drew that who was responsible for that <laughs> that <laughs> who, was responsible? who did that who i did have that? a letter i have a letter i'm gonna guess it was uh i'm gonna guess it was kevin sabita actually so, what yeah he drew he draws he started out as an artist, actually. He wanted to be a comic what? book artist uh, before he oh. got sidetracked into the world of role-playing games. Well, that was a very strange sidetrack for him. It was. He's still doing it 40 years later. Right. <laughs> making magic. Okay. Still making that magic, that Hollywood magic. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, anyway, so yeah, that was just something I have... It's been a little bit, a little bit of a, you know, stuck in my craw. Uh, for a while now so just wanted to run that by you thank you i do i I am so relieved it is out of my craw it is sitting on the ground i'm sniffing it experimentally and um and we are moving on we're moving on into the game okay so yes uh we did leave off with you guys 
basically um, members of the circus, you have three days before the uh, the ship heads off uh, for points southwest of you, which would be uh, the city that's name whose name I am currently blanking on, but it's the um, the capital of this region. Ooh, ooh, and oh, pick me. Okay, you got it. Uh, we are heading for Arcadia. Arcadia, I knew it was with an A. And uh, yeah, so that's in three days. But in the meantime, you had it in mind to try and go find that sword again. Uh, yeah, why? Hell yeah. We... <laughs> Question: Why? <laughs> like, <laughs> was it a dream because... or some kind of vision? No, it's it's because that um, it seems that the mercenary I think that was coming after you was also going after the sword or something like that. Yes, uh, that was oh. it was it was in the reading, right? Like, it was uh, in the reading. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, it was a vision of a hound. "Quote unquote" reading slash flirting situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Reading wrote read you wrote you. Um, yeah, it was Annalie. Annalie saw a vision of a how, or not a vision, but she was consulting the the, the bones, and they the bones told her that a hound had been on your trail, but then it had been diverted to go after a sword. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Hey, I still so, don't know why. Why did we come to the conclusion that we should go after this sword since the mercenary is coming after the sword? Did, was there something in the reading that implied like we should do this or that it was important that we stop the hound or was it just guilt over like <laughs> just else, failing? Else. I mean guilt, guilt is always a good motivation but I think I mean I, I, I seem to remember the man eater uh, was very interested in that sword because I was just curious about it and the elf said like I don't know like you like there's a steep price or something like that <laughs> oh, like, that's right. Yes, yes. A price, you say? Steep price to be paid. Yes, yes. But yeah, I think there was because because I don't I I remember the sensation we had, the sensation we had yes. of like we have to do this. Like there was something right. that something implied in the reading or in at the aftermath where it's like we yeah. didn't really have a choice. Yeah, we were kind of yeah. like yeah, <laughs> we were kind of like I mean we do, but it was more of a moral choice like we did we had to do this mm. and because we were saying oh. to ourselves oh yeah go, go on no, two, I think I know the, where you're going with this there was two days left in town before we left right? three before, three three days before the airship left and yeah. we figured that we'd have some breaks in between our duties right uh you know man eater uh doing guard duty I think I was like carnival barking to like try to get people yeah. into the uh mm-hmm. the uh mind reading tent mm-hmm. but like we, yeah. we were thinking like in our off time we would go do this but yeah i just get this impression that it wasn't something we went yeah right gm nice try <laughs> you know fuck, fuck <laughs> no, that no, no. we were like oh, yeah shoot, no go in, get that sword. in fact i was a little surprised you guys were suddenly like oh i gotta go get the sword like, no no, no i think i know why i think i know why okay go for it we i think i maybe i <laughs> i think i came to the conclusion that it's not good to fall like if this these are the mercenaries going after laszlo oh right they shouldn't have the sword so so we should have the sword so that we have the most powerful tool that they're trying to get aside from lazo being another powerful tool right right yeah mm-hmm. i believe that was that was more or less it indeed 
Yeah. I yeah. I, I remember. I think it was gonna go with there was. We felt very motivated because we had talked about doing it like, hey, when's the next? When's our next break so we can get on? Right. This. Right. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I think that was definitely, I think there was, the, yeah, the impression I get is that we, it was less about getting the sword ourselves and more about keeping it out of the hands yes. of these. Yes. And there was some reason for that. There was some like little, it, maybe it was just a little throwaway line or a tidbit, but there's something that convinced mm-hmm. us that they can't, these, this, this other party can't get a hold of the sword. Oh, your parents that. hired the mercenary. Your parents hired this guy to go after you. Yeah. So, so if you're running away from this guy or the, your family, I'm thinking these are some people that don't, they don't need this extra power. So we should get it. Yeah. And, and if there was important enough for them to mm-hmm. change, for this, this hound character to change his mission then that was maybe a bad sign right yeah definitely definitely. why would he do that you know so yep yeah i think that's i think that was it i think it was Mm -hmm. kind of all right let's so i think that's where we're at now it's when when we have our next break we're probably oh god i'm a little worried about going out of the city though without disguise yeah we have some disguises we'll be fine we'll do good uh but getting back to that house right Mm -hmm. because now we know where the entrance of the was there a dungeon area? Because there was that gate. There was a weird little yeah. Yeah, there what was, was the uh, there was the door in the in the cellar in the wine cellar that we couldn't get through, right? Right, right, right. right. And that's where we left Elfie and uh, and the sword, right? Right. Like they were just kind of hanging out there. Yeah. Okay, so I guess uh-huh. that's probably where we'd want to head back to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, so uh, like, yeah. Do we disguise hmm. ourselves? Do we disguise ourselves? You know, while we're heading into the town. Right. So that's the question. Then is um, when do you want to go? Like, what time of day or night do you want to go? How do you want to disguise yourselves? How long do you want to wait until you go? You know, all that stuff. I definitely need a rest. <clears throat> I'm at two right. SDC. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. my armor's at two SDC. Oh, I have, I have at three hit points. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god! Zero, zero ISB. So <laughs> Jesus, you guys got worked. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm at, I'm at seven. I'm at seven hit points. Oh man. My armor. My armor is at. Well, I don't know. I have a lot of damage to my armor, like Oof. twelve points. All right. Well, time to explore the uh, the fun uh, rules for armor repair. I guess. Hmm. So sarcastic. I don't know if I am yet or not. <laughs> Let's see here. Now I'm gonna say that um, this will be part of your uh, part of your your benefit of working for the carnival is that you'll get your armor repaired and without having to pay for it. Yeah. So let's see here. I happen to have that right in front of me here. Oh yeah. Um, this was an interesting little rule that I stumbled upon. Uh, the most obvious result of damage is the reduction of SDC, but the armor's AR is also affected. When armor is reduced to half its original SDC, the AR is reduced by two points. When the armor is reduced to one third its original SDC, the AR is reduced by two more points. Uh oh. So Alex, you said you you're down to two SDC left. 
on your armor out of, out of a 15 SDC total. So that's right, well below. Yeah. yeah, you're under. So yeah. So my AR is now four. AR is four. So effectively useless because they miss on the oh, four yeah. anyway, right? Yeah. Okay. So and it's uh, is it soft leather? Padded armor. Padded armor. Oh man. Is that just is just destroyed? At this point, no, there's stuffing no, everywhere. No, well, yeah, there's definitely <laughs> definitely stuffing everywhere. Yeah, it's definitely like when Edie gets into the the interior of her uh, squeaky toys and starts pulling out the stuffing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the good news is that's a pretty quick uh, repair. So they can restore five SDC with four hours of work. Wow, and... that's a lot of work. That yeah. is a lot of work. And you said you said fifteen is your max. Yeah. Okay, so they'd need 12 hours, basically, to, to fully repair it. Um, and then the AR comes back, you know, in the, in the same way as, it, as the SDC goes up. Okay. So, like, even just restoring 5 SDC, you, you tack two more points back onto your AR, you know, because you yeah. back to half. So, um, How about hit point recovery? How long does okay. it take for that? Right, so I think with meditation, I can probably regain all my ISP in that time. Yeah, that comes back pretty fast. I think we determined that. Um, Now, healing, okay. Natural recovery. I'm down seven hit points. I have two points. Max of ten. So it's two points. Do you have any like healing potions or things like that? You know, actually, yeah. Like, yeah, that's something we can look into for sure. So natural recovery is two points per day for the first two days. And then four per day after that. So it actually accelerates. Um, but of course, you don't have a lot of time. And then... How about those meat pies? Do those act as healing potions? I mean, that, based on his laughter. No, no, actually, no. I, I'm, laugh, I'm laughing at the thought of it because I'm, I'm seriously thinking like, yeah, no, we don't need healing potions. I'll just look at how much uh, hit points... <laughs> Healing potions restore, but we'll just reskin them as meat pies or something, you know. Like. <laughs> so we got to go back to the circus to get our meat pies. As, you know, uh, as, you know, as, the, as hamburgers, you know. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yep, we got to resupply at the uh, catering tent or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the crafty table. Oh, my God. Yeah, so let me go to the alchemist. I believe is where all the uh, magic like, potions. Like, what, what, Alex, are you going to say? I was just gonna say, I love the idea of like eating meat pies in combat to try yeah. to like yeah. heal up. <laughs> Hold on! Oh! <laughs> be around. Yeah, I'm just picturing them in like an eight bit, like the little meat pie and the oh, yeah. little, oh, definitely. Like, little yeah. like vial of like gummy berry juice or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, they had. I think we I, we were talking about this in in the first fantasy star was burgers and cola. Where burgers yeah. and cola, that's right. Yeah. They changed that later, but totally like meat pies and, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. little, little beer flask or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So healing potions are actually pretty, pretty spendy. Oh, lovely. Um, they're 500, 550 gold. What? What? For one potion that restores 1D8. <laughs> yeah. 1d8 hit points so mm, no 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 that will never do dave <laughs> yeah that's not i don't like that at all so that needs to be changed that needs to be changed to free meat pies that that's we can right. just grab at the circus whatever we want grab and go grab and go meat pies. Just scoop them into our bag now you're just yeah. saying that you're just saying that objectively right like you don't um, this isn't in your own self-interest you're just like this is just yeah best. yeah this is i want to world building yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here to do like 
Let us help you. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Let us help you. Help us. (laughs) Help you, yeah. No, sir, not the steam tray. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's see. So I don't think this, I don't think the carnival is going to be handing out healing potions since they uh, cost so much. Excuse me? But let me look at. I don't think he heard what we said, Alex. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I. I heard it just so fine, thank you. Wind it back a little bit. Yeah. yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right, let me see. Let me see who's at the circus. Surely there may be some type of healer type person who could Maybe we we can maybe they are meat pies, magical meat pies. Uh-huh. Okay, keep but going. But we can only eat two in a twenty four hour period or get horrible diarrhea. <laughs> so it's like we're limited with how many we can have right of course so you know yeah you gotta control it a little bit yeah we saw yeah those those meat pies wasn't that what's what was the what was the insane cloud posse woman's name <laughs> oh my god the, the, the juggalo the juggalo oh, the, the juggalo yeah. that slept beneath the trailer yeah. Oh, Inca the Clown? Inca the Clown yeah wasn't she <laughs> like all into those meat pies wasn't that her, her oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah she man. was sick and, she wasn't uh, feeling too good and fake soda of course no. <laughs> yeah. as also established yeah okay so there there aren't any uh healers in the carnival and in fact i part of my prep today is i was rolling up the various businesses in arena town and i only got one healer in the whole what uh city hmm. so what? that seems wrong this, yeah it's a this very seems, unhealthy city this seems like a uh breakdown of the system well, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you, you know, the system, the system is broken on some level and <laughs> you'd think <laughs> that they'd want to provide some type yeah, of universal, know. you know, health uh, situation. Yeah, no, actually, now that I think about it, this is the most realistic fantasy world I've ever, uh, I've ever run. So <laughs> oh, you guys are on your own. Sorry. Like no. a six month, there's a six month wait list to get. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to pay top dollar too. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, there are healers in the town. There are more than one healer, but you just have to know who oh, to right. pay top yeah mm-hmm. no uh what i rolled is that arena town is actually going through a bit of a recession right now they're not uh it's not what? not a very happy community obviously um, hornets. yeah no, <laughs> yeah There's gypsy moths and horn yeah yeah gypsy mo- praying mantises versus murder hornets and um the taxes are quite exorbitant um the the ruling family is the marsa family and they they are uh, squeezing the populace quite quite excessively uh to the point hmm. that there has been unrest in the city um including small yeah small People uh need to rise up and you know yeah i know there, there's, there's already been a few a few near riots and you know so on a and so city forth. full of gladiators that's gonna Ooh. i know well yeah Spartacus action yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. For right. For right now, the Marsa family is is using the gladiators, you know, as their muscle. But who knows? For only so long. Indeed. So if only um, we had a a leader with a sword. Mm, some kind of like rebellious Ew. gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Mm. With, a, with an annoying sword. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you want that sword on your side. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Charge in. Hey, hey, I heard that uh, Manita called you a pushy. (laughs) What? What was that? 
<laughs> you had me. <laughs> what are you going to do about it, punk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, just, you know, in the, in the spirit of sandboxing, throwing some more rumors in there. Um, on the road south of town, uh, trade and commerce has been uh, disrupted by the presence of a chimera. So surely anyone who goes and slays this chimera will be richly rewarded. Yeah, so any, anyone who goes and gets slayed by this chimera gets slayed get richly, by. Get richly rewarded. Uh, a, a quick painless death. Okay. Yeah, I, I, hear the, I hear the poison in its scorpion tail is quite fast acting. So. Well, it seems like that would be relief according to the life in that town. Like That's true, actually. Yeah, so. People keep throwing, hurling themselves at this chimera. The suicide booth of the of arena. Suicide booth. <laughs> There's a line formed like, like by the chimera's yeah, dead. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man, sounds like something from uh, Oglaf. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, so that's that's the deal there. That's the deal. Um, now let's see. All clergy have something called the healing touch. So let's. I since I was well, since I was just talking about clergy, let's uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got the healing touch. Well, I mean, it's that includes shamans and dedicated healers and priests. Like any 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 holy person uh-huh. gets it. It's a it's a thing. It's a thing they can do. It restores two d six hit points when they do it. Okay. Does it involve a back rub? It does involve a back rub. Yeah, they, oh, they, no. starts with a back rub. No. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, you you walk into this. You walk into the cathedral. Yeah, is there a lead in hair sniff involved? You walk into the cathedral, and instead of confessional booths, it's like massage tables all along the <laughs> sidewall there. I'm gonna want to go to the 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 um the suicide uh, chimera. <laughs> yeah, after yeah, going there, with you. Yep, please. Uh, oh wow! Some of these some of these uh, gods actually grant three d six healing touches. So hey, that's pretty good. Oh, Ra, the, a priest of Ra has a healing touch of 4d6. Four, four of Ra? So. Who's, this, mm-hmm. who's Ra? Who's Ra? Uh, who's yes, Ra? I mean, the priest of Ra dogging actually gets what? a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do not go to that. No. <laughs> I worship Ra dog. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> to the church of Ra dog. Please come in. Please You're the raw in. dog now, man. <laughs> lay down. Oh, my God. Face down on that massage table. Oh, uh, no wonder we want to leave this goddamn town. Yeah, this town Let's, sucks, Dave. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> hey, don't expect that any other place you're going to go in the Western Empire is going to be much better. God, how do we get out of the here? Like, what? Yeah, can we leave the planet somehow? <laughs> yeah, is there like a Stargate? Please. Oh, wow, this is, uh, <laughs> is there a Stargate? I love this is like the theme of the, uh, of the session is the Stargate. <laughs> if only there was another Palladium game that had some kind of theme, like uh, like a mm. Rift, for example, that was kind mm. of somewhat like oh. a Stargate. Mm. Hey, right, now we're talking. Intriguing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where are these ley lines at? I've seen them on the map. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are the ley lines at? <laughs> All right, it looks like one's... Okay, there's a convergence in the in West Kai Fountain, or a, mm. whatever you call it, like okay. two ley lines. There's one in the Isle of Cyclops. Yeah, that, that, sounds, sounds that sounds fun. I think we can do that. <laughs> One south in the Yin Sloth jungles. 
So uh, yeah, let's let's talk. Which of those rifts do we want to go to? I want to cool. go to the jungle. The jungle. You want to go to the jungle that's named after one of the uh, old one Lovecraftian gods? Do you want to go oh, to the Isle of Cyclops? Oh, I, thought was, I thought he said I thought he said Yinsloth. Like a yeah, yin- Yinsloth is like is this is one of the old ones. So oh okay yeah mind. yeah. Now I'll go with the Cyclops Island. Yeah, that looks fun. Cool. It's like the lack called- of depth perception is the thing, you know. There's a trading port on the western shore. Okay. There's a something called the Griffin's Nest, which okay, that sounds really cool and cozy. Might be, yeah, maybe Cyclops Island, Dave, is where we're yeah, where we're headed. Where we're heading. Yeah, I hear the Cyclops are like totally friendly and approachable. Yeah, so. yeah, it's ca- ca- Candy Apple Island. Candy Apple. Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Let's see here. Oh, actually, and I misspoke. The healing touches that I was looking at were the healing touches of the gods themselves. So, but only three D six. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Pretty, uh, pretty skinty. Um, But a priest, for example, can do a healing touch that is one D eight. Every other melee round, Jesus. Wow. So, you have to be second level or higher, though. So, so this is the time during the the JRPG game. Mm. where we randomly run into a sort of bumbling mm. acolyte mm-hmm. priest who's like, you know, kind of just, you know, needs to get their feet wet adventuring and they, they join up to stop, you know, whatever yeah. big bad is out there. And then they basically just act as a heal bot for us. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it says here, cler- <laughs> it says clergy may right. offer their ability to heal others for free or okay. may charge a fee depending on circumstances and church edict. Fees run as low as 10 gold per touch to what? 600 to 600 gold depending on circumstances but averages like a massage parlor averages about 25 to 30 gold per touch it's like so you give it yeah you give the 10 gold right that reminds right. me like, of uh, that reminds me when Gavin Newsom was mayor in San Francisco <laughs> and he they were like trying to crack down on on massage parlors and so they're uh-huh. doing these like surprise visits as like media events you know to like scare the massage parlors i guess to and to stop you know you know ceasing their happy endings yeah. and so the, and so he and his entourage and some reporters all just like barge into this the front the front uh reception area of this massage parlor and there's literally like one of the masseuses like on the sort of you know the vinyl couch up in the front area giving a guy a hand job like just right there <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, they're just like, um. I forgot about that. That is yeah. the most awkward moment. It's so San Francisco, too. It's just like, it's like wow, I wonder, I wonder if this massage parlor offers happy endings. Oh, look at that. Yeah, they really do. I didn't even have to ask. Oh, my God. Oh, that was super easy. That, was... that is so awkward. <laughs> oh. seriously one of the most awkward moments, like, and so memorable. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> disturbing because <laughs> there's that, that's that also imagine <laughs> imagine the the uh massage masseuse and the the client there too yeah, yeah. and then the fucking mayor of san francisco person <laughs> with like a, with like a swat team or something <laughs> and these reporters like these guys from the chronicle you know like <laughs> a bunch of microphones stuff in your face like cameras yeah <laughs> I mean that that dude's still out there. That dude's still out there. He's like, hey, did I ever tell you about the time that the future governor of California walked in on me getting a handjob? Oh my god! Yeah, that's like (laughs) that's amazing. (laughs) How could you not want to be part of that? Really? 
Seriously. That Seriously. is a great story. All around. That is so funny. Oh, <laughs> That's man. Too funny. All right. I got, I got to institute the story candle, man. We're, we're way off topic Dude, here. So, this is like, what's this, this what's is like the story more... candle? Yeah. Oh. Story candle. Okay. So the story candle is something yeah. I've used uh, with our, our group games in person. And it's basically like the idea is you just have a candle. Now I have it all like on a sconce it's like behind the table so people can't mess with it during the game. But basically the idea... <laughs> Alex. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. I know about that. So the idea is basically that at the table you can talk about whatever you want. You can talk about, you know, crap going on in your personal life or you can make jokes or whatever. But as soon as the GM lights the story candle, that's your visual reminder. Okay, we're playing now. Let's keep it focused on the game. Let's keep it focused on the action. And like while the story candle is burning and then that way if like somebody does start to digress people can just kind of point at the story candle going, mm, story candle, you know, and it actually does work. I mean, it, it's, it's kind <laughs> of like visual cue, yeah. you know, it, it helps. They can police themselves, but I think we're far too entertaining to uh, allow ourselves the, <laughs> clearly, I mean, clearly. We, we, should, we should allow ourselves the luxury of talking mm -hmm. to each other. Yeah, your, your candle holds no power over me, Dave. God damn it. Well, that's because <laughs> we're not in the same room. That's the problem. <laughs> When you're when you're in the same room, it's different. It is. It really. <laughs> yeah, is. I, I bet I, there's like that peer pressure element where it's like, hey, you not yeah. see the candle? Yeah, yeah, the candle's yeah. right there. It's just it's different when there's a ton of people, but we can we tend to digress. But I think they're amusing digressions, but that's me. Oh no, they're, they're I think totally. They're, I think a lot of it's like you know, it's 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 game related. It's, yeah, it kind of like gets close to game related. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a massage parlor, it. or is it? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, well, kind of related to the whole healing potion. The healing touch. The healing, the healing touch. touch yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I, right. I'm fine with this game world having like the healing touch provided at massage parlors. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, is that where we landed on that? <laughs> yeah, that's where. Yeah, meat pies and, mm -hmm. and uh, meat pies pies. and hand jobs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can get healed in this game. Yeah, handy. Could be the name of this uh, episode. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dare you. Oh man. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, um... <laughs> this is all getting edited out, isn't it? it it's is. going to be a 30-minute episode. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll append it with next week's episode, just create one one larger episode. One seamless hole. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see. A seamless hole. So, Ew. we um <laughs> Ew. walking down, we're walking down. Wait, we need to repair ourselves before we yeah, so the repairing is like yeah. 12 hours, right? Basically to get to full. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, that's where we left off about and 28 then, minutes ago. Yeah, yeah trying yeah. to figure out how many hit points we would recover in that time. Right. right. ISP would go to full for sure because I just meditate. But hit points, mm -hmm. and you're how many hit points are you down, Des? I am down um, five, I think. Okay, so I you're down- I have 12 total. Okay, so you're down five, I'm down seven. I have 10 total, I'm at three. Okay. So in 12 hours, Dave, would that be enough to heal that to full? I just feel, I feel like we need to be at our top of our game before yeah. we go oh, after yeah. the sword. I don't want to go unweakened. So yeah, for right. sure. Right. So you could definitely, in 12 hours, I mean, you could definitely get all your ISP back, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. Then, ISP? And, hmm? What's ISP? Oh, it's my mental power. Oh. Inner, inner strength points. So. Okay. Yeah. The acronyms are really not helpful. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Yeah, so please be <laughs> So we have to compare your SDC to your ISP recovery rates along with the proportional increase in AR as SDC is repaired. You like that? Uh, <laughs> no. 
No, you don't like that? <laughs> no, I don't. I hated it, personally. Thanks, I hate it. I almost want to rage quit right now just for yeah, you doing yeah, that. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> All right, so, uh, so basically... Um, yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah, so basically... I'm full SEC, I'm full ISP. Okay, good. I think, Des, you're probably full oh. SEC. Also. What is that? What is that? What okay, is, so yeah. Oh shit! I did it again. Yeah. SDC. All right. Sorry, we've only, we've only been using these terms for like twenty five years, so you know it's easy yeah. to forget. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. So SDC is structural damage capacity, structural and that damage. is okay. I see a little square, and I don't have any of that. That doesn't happen. No, you, oh, don't, you don't have, have any of it personally, That's but right, your yeah. armor does. So what? No, how is your doesn't. armor? Yes, no, it, it does. Oh yeah, it does thirty five out of twenty nine. So, so twenty nine out of thirty. Okay, so you took so six points. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're back up to max at this point. Well, actually, yeah. let's let's check here because it does vary based Excuse on the me. type of armor. No, I think I'm fine. Thank you. So what uh, what wow. what type of armor do you have? That oh, would be scale. Dave. Scale armor. Okay, so it takes we like two weeks to restore one SDC. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so basically, it'll no. restore seven SDC, so that we'll get you back up to full. But that's going to take eighteen hours. Fine. Okay. Obviously, they can't work eighteen <laughs> hours straight. Um, uh -huh. So I think I think what we're looking at here is you're gonna you're gonna be cutting it pretty close. You're gonna have to wait until the third and final day if you want to if you want to get as bad as as good as you can in terms of everything. You, you know. You make me mad. Because because three days right, you get. Two hit points day one, two hit points day two, and then four hit points on day three. So you'll have recovered eight hit points. Uh-oh. He has something to say. I object. I object. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I object. Here we go. I'm, I'm... Do it. Do it. Yep. This is... I'm I'm, I'm a player, and I'm, I'm going to fight for us. I'm going to fight okay. for players. All right. Come on, rules lawyer. Let's get <laughs> it. Fight for us. I believe that that 18 hours and that 12 hours includes breaks and other, like, yeah. other jobs going on. I don't think that sure. is... I think that's the total amount of time considering all of their other sleeping and, right. and everything else. So I, I don't think that that 18 hours is going to be spread out over the course of um, multiple yeah. days. I think it's within an 18-hour time frame in which they may work only six hours that the armor would be repaired. No. <laughs> no, no, he's not buying it. No, I'm not buying that. No. Not at I, all. no. Well, where does it say I in the rules? It. Where does it say yeah, in the rules that it's, it's going to be spread out over the Where does it days? say in the yeah, rules? Yeah, it Point it out to me. Oh yeah. my god. Oh Find my it right god. now. Find it right you now. Are... Find it right now. You are cruising for a bruising. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. All right. Where does it say in the rules? Well, just um, call me Captain Bruising. Ca call me Captain Bruising because I am cruising. Okay. Damage. The following tables indicate the cost and time involved. That's all it says. Thank you for being so incredibly vague. Because I already know, uh -huh. I already know what you're going to say, Alex. You're going to say, "Aha! Time yep. involved. See, that's, right. that's the time that you're involved in repairing the armor." My finger in the there's multiple yeah. finger wagging, <laughs> <laughs> pointing it right at you. Ah! Oh my god, I feel violated. <laughs> it's a healing touch. Yeah, don't worry. No, it's that's not. Worth, the that's worth ten gold somewhere it else. It's not the healing touch. People would pay <laughs> ten gold or more for that thing. Damn. <laughs> Where it goes after that. Uh, Drop a few extra coins on the floor, flip over, and see what happens. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Oh well, actually, wait a minute, wait a minute. I realized this whole time I've been looking at the wrong table. Oh, no, here we Are go. Are you serious? 
This is a, we this gonna, is a we DM jujitsu move. I was, gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at the no. self-repair table, but uh, there's also a professional repair table. Well, guess what? I well, did not guess, what, guess Mimi. what, Mimi. I did not cast my eye sufficiently for two inches further down the column to notice that. That sounds right. That sounds uh, like... I, yeah, I just saw the repairing armor part, and I stopped right there. And you were like, nope. So, yeah, okay, so self-repair. Okay, patching armor is an expensive and time-consuming process. Falling tables indicate the cost and time involved. Self-repair for, for padded armor, you restore 5 SDC in 4 hours at the cost of 10 gold, and oh. it restores 1 AR if brought back to half SDC. Okay, so that would, <laughs> that would get sure. you, uh, what, 8 SDC and AR 5, okay? If I was doing it myself. If you're doing it yourself. Scale restores 7 SDC for a cost of 60 gold over the course of 18 hours and um, restores 2 AR if brought back to full SDC. Okay, well, you haven't even lost any AR, so you're no. fine. Okay, so, so you could get fully repaired on your armor, right? And, yeah. but it would take you 18 hours. Okay, now, professional repair um padded restores five wow how is this better this restores the same amount of sdc for mm. double the cost and it, <laughs> and it takes one whole day instead of four hours no so just goes to show that like <laughs> that's the, the, that's the, the only difference the only difference is the only difference is that it restores two ar if brought back to half sdc so you get one extra point of ar out of this so you get a, a whopping AR of six. That is obnoxious. That's a <laughs> great word. Okay. Rush jobs. <laughs> Rush jobs cost 200 to 600% more. Oh, no. <laughs> now, Fuck this. scale scale is even better. Scale restores 10. I knew so... it would be like this, too. And Dave was so excited to tell us that he found yeah. this new role. It wasn't like yeah. it was going to be something that would benefit no. no, of course it wouldn't. No, never. Never, ever. <laughs> scale so restores 10 SDC. So you do at least get more SDC out of your out of your money it costs only 20 gold more it costs 80 gold instead of 60 but it takes five to six no it takes five days five days and sorry i was looking at the wrong line 70 gold to uh instead of 60 and it, and it takes five days and it restores 10 sdc so looking at this interests me well looking at the numbers cost just to buy like, yeah new like you know that's an excellent question uh yes a full suit of of padded armor well yeah no it is cheaper it is cheaper to repair than to buy so um yeah it is so outrageous but anyway it looks like you're both better <laughs> off just doing self-repair no um for now God and just patching it in man eater can get her armor back to full so there's no problem there, but oh. it will it will cost you sixty gold. I don't even have that much gold. I don't think. I, I, I think, think you have, have. I think you do. I think you. No, have some... I have zero. No, I have no gold. I have five no. gold. No, have, you had some gold. No, I bought a bunch of beef jerky, and so I have five gold left. I have nothing. There's <laughs> no, that's, beef that's jerky. Where gold is. <laughs> I, was, I was putting all my money in beef jerky. That's right. Oh, you fool! Like Bitcoin, you're putting it in yeah. uh, in yeah. uh, beef jerky yeah. futures. Exactly. Yeah, I invested Aww. it all in. in uh... Yeah, no, I have, I have no gold. Brown gold. Brown. Oh. Brown. Gold. <laughs> Jerked gold. 
No, I have none. Well, that's uh, weird because of what did you buy any extra equipment? No. Okay, no. I specifically remember that we talked about that you had money squirreled away. Nope. Because all men at arms, all men at arms, including gladiators, get 120 gold. I don't have it. You didn't tell me that. Uh, not surprising, uh, I, but you I did know not tell we. Me I know we discussed it, and we even discussed it in the first episode. So. Nope. Yep. Mm. Because you, you, we, I, I don't remember it, Dave. There's a well, except that I, except that I've re-listened to the episodes before I posted them. Damn so. it! Damn these recordings! Oh no! Why are you trying to argue that you don't have money? I love, I love that you're trying to cut off your nose and spite your face because you, you so don't want to spend money that you would rather just be flat broke. Yeah. The principle of it. It's. <laughs> You knew, you knew that getting into playing with both this of us. So, yeah, this is so spiteful. Two Capricorns. Come on, man. I know. I know. I know. Like, these little objects. No, come on. All right. Well, if you want to spite yourselves, that's I'm fine. I'm bored. Deal with it. <laughs> finger pointing, et cetera. Oh, All right, my so God. I have 120 gold pieces. You have 120 gold. You will immediately be spending 60 of that gold to repair your armor. So. No. Just go so ahead and mark 60 down 60. Okay. Now, as for uh, Laszlo... Can, uh, I, can I make armor out of my beef jerky? <laughs> <laughs> so I get attacked by a pack of dogs. No, you actually did spend your gold. That, I did, that I yes. Know, so. Yeah, okay. I did spend all of it. Almost all of it. And you said you only have five left? Ooh. I have five left, but I like that you were promising Man Eater, like I'm rich, I'll pay you. Yeah, you totally, yeah. Got, you totally bluffing it. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah, I know. It's that. it's it's gonna come back and bite me. Yep. I do have uh, the champagne bottle, of champagne bottle of sweet white wine, and three <laughs> bottles of dwarven brandy that I might be able to. I think you could definitely barter. You could definitely barter some of that yeah. wine. Yeah, well, for sure. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. If I can get the the two bottles of wine, can I? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, right. you can. Yeah, you for can supplies. trade that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So I'll I'll do that and get get what I need to repair my armor. All right. Cool. So what's this about the AR? So I'm not going to get my AR back to max. You're not. No. In fact, yeah. uh, you're only going to get one point back and then even if you even if you restore all of your sdc you only get two points of ar back so and can i restore all my sdc uh it depends on well it's costs you 10 gold for every four hours of time and energy that you're putting into it so let's let's see how much money you can get out of these bottles of wine i guess oh shoot i just erased them oh that's fine it was two bottles two bottles and they were like and they were good really good ones yeah right 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 Okay, so fine wine, good wine, uh, retails for ten. So you can so the the sort of barter value is half that. So unfortunately, you can only get ten gold out of two bottles of good wine. Um, so so two bottles of like awesome wine, like mm-hmm. like Cristal. Yeah, like a bo- <laughs> I I will or I assume that's still good. But it's Cristal, I can get some mattress stuffing and like some thread. 
Like that's the exchange rate. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Uncle Kev. <laughs> All right. So 10, 10 gold. So I have oh, wait a minute. To... Wait a minute. There's a note here. Add 50 to 100% for excellent quality. Well, I guess those were excellent quality. So, you know what? so we'll say it's 20 gold. You get 20 gold out of these two bottles of wine. Okay. And that allows me to repair eight. That would allow you to do, yeah, two rounds of repair over eight hours of time, which would restore 10 SDC. Okay, so I'm at 12 out of 15. 12 out of 15, so it's still not going to, it's really just going to add one point of AR to your reduced AR of four. Can I spend uh, my last five gold to get those last three SDC? Oh, fine. Yes, that's oh, fine. Thank you for that one. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't say I, don't say I never did anything for you. Oh That's my right. god! So okay, so great. So now, how many AR do I get? You get an additional point. So basically, you have AR seven. Wait, I saw all together. No, AR. Sorry, AR six. Yeah, AR, yeah, AR six. six. Yeah. So basically, what is it? A one to four is an automatic miss. Yep. So uh, only a five or six will hit my armor, which I guess is good because it's hella expensive to repair. Yes. <laughs> I'd actually prefer oh, not to no. armor. Yeah, I'd just rather not get hit in the armor, honestly. Oh my and god. Just, okay. You're just like hurling your face in front of every oncoming blade. Like, please, oh, why does that this. feel like like I wasted so much money on something so I know. That's every Hey, time. I told you guys the armor repair rules were fun and I stand by it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, how many hit points did we gain in that true. time? <clears throat> That's true. Yes. All right. So that means back to my original point. Maneater spent so so Laszlo is spending twelve hours. Maneater is spending eighteen hours. You have to break that up amidst your other duties. So I think yeah, you're absolutely going to be doing this on the third and final day. And but the good news of that is that you'll both have restored eight hit points. Oh sweet! By that point, so nice. Yes, I'm back at max. Me too. Good. All right. So we're at full ISP, full hit Wait points. Wait a minute. I don't like, I mean. Some of us are at full AR. Some of us are at full SDC. <laughs> or no, both of you are at full SDC. We're fine. Yeah. But my armor is still pretty. It's, it's not what it used to be. This feels like he's building us up in order to break us down. Like he wants oh, yeah. us to be at full levels mm-hmm. so that he can just completely bring us to our knees. He wants, so. he wants to teach us a lesson. Yeah, he does. He knows what he, we've been impertinent, and I, a- I admit that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be entirely deserved. Uh, but, we are but, deserving of many a lashing. Yeah, so, many a lashing. We brought this on ourselves. Okay, yeah. as long as we know that going in, <laughs> it makes it a little easier to handle. It's more palatable. Yeah. I've never known such impertinent players. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> oh true, actually. Yeah, fully I had a, fully had a giant mustache. To, to another to, to bristle and yeah, yeah. It really has been a while since I've been this impertinent with a GM. Like I really like arguing, like actively arguing rules, <laughs> actively <laughs> arguing to not have money. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. Just yeah, I enjoyed it. Just it. But now we're gonna pay the price. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We will. Yeah. Oh man! All right, so um, <laughs> so yeah, so basically, you uh, you attend to your your new your new job routines uh, over this time as you're repairing your armor mm-hmm. 
for fun and profit in your spare time. And, um, you know, you settle in pretty quickly, obviously, Maneater just doing your thing as, as guard and security bouncer, you know, you have to throw out some drunks time to time and yeah, I'm used to it. It's fun. Just generally look intimidating. And, mm-hmm. um, what I do. Yeah. And then Laszlo, do, do you have any, uh, psychic abilities that would be marketable? Oh yeah. Do Cause I the have. reason why you were like doing the Barker thing was just cause you're at ISP, but yes. Um, if you could, you know, if you want to be like a supplementary, uh, talent, you know, you could, you could certainly do that yes. as well. And let me see, since we don't, since we're not using the, uh, the tabletop simulator. Yes. I need to find, do you have a spell list for me or do we have a PDF anywhere? I, I certainly do. I certainly do have a spell list for you. Um, <laughs> How would you like? What's the best way? Just copy it in the the Discord, or um... uh, yeah, that would work. I mean, it's just something I can okay. open up in a in a browser. The reason why I'm asking is because object reading, and I believe hypnotic suggestion, yeah, would probably be my two most marketable. Okay, because sure. I can, you know, hypnotic suggestion is classic, right? Like, hmm. oh, you're a chicken, you know. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah. right, yeah. Like, yep. just do that kind of thing. Object reading is kind of what I did for the, um, what's his name? Oh, uh, um, <laughs> what is his name? Edrin Elwer. Edrin, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would kind of be more along the lines of, you know, that I just want to see how much ISP meditation restores because both of those, hypnotic suggestion is two points. Object mm-hmm. reading, I don't have written down here, but I want to, you know, it'd be one of those things where, I want to be able to restore my ISP as I do it during, throughout the day. Right. You don't, you, you want to, you want to break even on your ISP basically. Yeah. I don't want to. So, you know, but I also don't want to, um, you know, if it's something that I'm doing all day, it's so, you know, yeah, it'd be like something at the end of the night, I meditate for a couple hours and restore all my ISP. And I'm good. Yeah. Meditation restores ISP at the rate of three per hour. Okay. Uh, sleep restores it at the rate of four every two hours. Just... Okay. Yeah. So cool. So yeah, I'd probably break it up. So I think that's doable. So either one of those, whichever I guess Annalie like what does Annalie do primarily? Like uh, uh she she does divination and she does um like mind reading, you know. Does she do object reading? Uh no, not necessarily. You know So maybe that would be a good compliment to Yeah, she, she she's more of a uh um uh, what does she do? Like uh you know, she's like a fortune teller, right? So she uh <laughs> She'll look into your look into your future kind of thing. Okay, so yeah, I think object reading. So like that's, but maybe the selling point could be, hey, if there's something that you you know almost like antiques roadshow, psychic <laughs> edition, you know, like bring in something and I'll just kind of hold it, and be like, oh, what do you know? This is this is cursed. Cool, this is cursed <laughs> as shit. Get this, get this shit out of my head. Oh God. Oh. And I kind of tell them something about items that they have that they may not, you know. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think cool. that's probably what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fine. Uh, okay. So, good. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're kind of doing. Sorry, I was just checking on her divination ability here. Yeah. All right. And so, object reading, you, did you say you had that written down for ISP cost? I don't. Okay. So, that's ISP three. So basically you could do one object read and then meditate for an hour and you'd be breaking even. No. Okay. So yeah, I, I 
try to do that if, if business is slow, you know, just mm-hmm. meditate in the downtime. Yeah, yeah, totally. Cool. Perfect. All right. Um, okay, so yeah, so you're kind of doing that. You're sort of supplementing her operation, right? That I am. and uh yes and we can assume there's there's the implication it's because of the implication um but yeah no we can assume that there are uh you know other incidences of awkward flirting taking place (laughs) in between uh sessions but but the big news we both reach for the same the monkey paw at the same time (laughs) yeah Oh my. <laughs> you both wished for the same thing on the monkey paw and the monkey paw like caught on fire you know it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny really oh, giggle about it a little you giggle about it yeah but um no the big news in the town is that the uh youngest child of the head of house marsa has gone missing mm. oh well yeah. rich people problems happens. really yeah, yeah. Now they're just experiencing what we experience all the time. So, who gives a shit? Yeah, I went oh. missing. Yeah, you did go. <laughs> yeah, well, you went missing voluntarily. <laughs> well, yeah, technically, but I mean, they don't know that. <laughs> I went missing. <laughs> I went, so went missing. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're trying to impress me with that, like, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> That's right. That's my life, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was voluntary, so. It was a voluntary, yeah. Yeah, it was voluntary, though. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, so that's, you know, that's something that's that's been going on. So, getting back to uh, the questions I I posed before we went down these various, not not just rabbit holes, but rabbit warrens, really, Mm. um, was, so this is day three. The the carnival is going to be packing up and then uh, sailing off, as it were, uh, first thing in the morning, right? So, um, in the meantime, mm. on day three, well, we'll say it's the beginning of day three, so you guys have the full 24 hours. Great. How do you want to organize this caper? Here's my concern. Right. I really don't want to miss this airship. Yeah, I know. That's, like, that's, my, that's my concern, too. You know, mm-hmm. um, so whatever we can do to ensure that we get back in time. Mm-hmm. So I'm stuck in this goddamn arena town for one more day. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> lose my, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, kind of want to kind of want to make sure that's really that's important to Laszlo. Make it back. Right. Yeah. So whatever plan we have has to have a a pretty um, well-planned exit strategy so, to get us out of there by a certain times so we can make sure. Sure. I think that while over the past two days, I would mm. like to say that maybe we spent some time aside from painstakingly repairing our armor. Yes. That of we course. were also watching YouTube to... videos about armor repair and that yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Watching right. it. Yeah. Rewinding. Yeah. And so I think that like, what we would also do is like kind of spend some time staking out the the path that we want to take and like the like the a house. proper heist exactly yeah maps and you know heist. proper heist mm-hmm. all right and so how do you want to do that 
uh, sneaking around and skulking around and being in disguise. How sneaky are either one of you? Not very. Hmm. Uh, uh. Well, I mean, Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I can. I have a twenty percent chance to create a disguise, so that's mm-hmm. not very sneaky. No. Uh. I have an eighteen percent skill in ventriloquism, which is maybe in the sneaky, uh, cat kind of in sort of sneaky. Ooh, imitate voices twenty six percent. Yeah, I have imitate voices um, at thirty one. That's weird. Do either of you what? have? Do either of you have prowl or sneak? No oh, way! No, oh God, no! No way! None of my psychic abilities allow me to sneak. Right? You can't. You can't can, turn oh, into. Wait, uh, I do have prowl. I have prowl twenty four percent. So well, okay. So here's the thing: uh, as long as you have prowl, I'm going to say that that would allow you to surreptitiously move around the city. Okay. Without you know, like as long as you're not trying to do anything other than just kind of case case the joint. So to speak, you know. Okay. Yeah, I think and that's I think perfectly since, fine. Since my repair was uh, took less time than, um, yeah, mm-hmm. man eaters, right? So that gives me a little extra free time to do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, then I will cool. um, do that. I will mm. case the joint, mm-hmm. as they say. I will try to draw, you know, some kind of rough map with a path, you know, like what I feel like would be the best path to get there unseen mm-hmm. you know because we're, we're you know gonna need to get there and back maybe the fastest path also between the carnival and the house and getting back yeah and once there i want to monitor if there's any comings and goings mm-hmm. so okay. if i see anybody you know slipping in and out uh especially if it's that elf or if it's the mercenary the uh bounty hunter guy mm-hmm. and take special note of town guards and their patrol paths. And I don't want to actually go into the area itself because I think that will require a bit, will that require a bit more uh, like rolling and stuff, Dave? Like Oh, definitely. That? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So yeah, just staying outside, just yeah, generally getting an idea of, you know, the best way to get there and back without alerting the guards. Uh-huh. So back alleys and, you know, rooftops and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And seeing if I, if anyone is there that I recognize. Okay. Hmm. Um, are you trying to disguise yourself when you're out in the city? I mean, in in a not a like you know a cloak like a hooded cloak or something, and you know maybe a face wrap. Can I know. help him with my? Can I supplement his disguise with my disguise? Oh sure, or is it yeah. Just for himself, because I have forty-eight in disguise. I would say oh, you yeah. can definitely make a disguise roll, yeah, to disguise somebody else, and I'll even give you a plus fifteen on that. Oh shit! Okay. Ooh. So that make it so sixty-three. Uh, 63? Yeah. 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 Could it be All like right. a uh, like a creature makeup, like uh, you could maybe look like a goblin or something. Is yeah, or you could like you could put him in drag, you know, like you could. <laughs> goblin drag. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. The, the one gremlin. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah, I make it with a 19. Great, alright. So, um... So I'm like, wait a minute, you can't go out looking like that. Yeah, hold on, come back. Yeah. Alright, okay, so, cool. Um, like, I can help him with, like, his walk and, like, how to disguise his walk, 
you know? Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. Moving his arms and legs a certain way and like don't give away that you're like a little punk ass kid, you know? Punk ass bitch. Yeah. All right. You walk, so. you walk like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I walk. Oh, yes. Hey, let me ask you a question. Why you always walk like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of like all Wolfen being like Cholos, basically. <laughs> like just Dude, they so would. Super hardcore. Lobo um, life. <laughs> Lobo life. <laughs> La vida de lobo. <laughs> all right. So, um, so basically, that's good. Um, so let me actually have Laszlo make a prowl roll, but I'll give you a plus 30 to your prowl. Okay. And this is more just kind of a general roll. It's not for any particular action. Well, I rolled a 93, Dave, so... I mean, you knew what you were doing, asking me to make a roll. You knew exactly what you were doing, Dave. What in the world? Mm. You know what? Uh, Just close up my character sheet. Yeah. Close up your character sheet. Sit back and (laughs) watch over me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean nothing. Nothing really happens, you know. Oh, like, I mean, yeah. you 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 case the joint for a couple of days. Mm. You do get the weird sensation that you're being watched a couple times. <laughs> but uh, that's yeah. not the point of this whole mission. The whole point was to be the watcher, not the watchee. Yeah, no, it's it's very you know maybe it's just your your creeping paranoia. Oh, mm, no, it's no. not. I rolled a ninety-three. <laughs> oh, maybe I maybe I just asked you to make that roll to increase your paranoia, you know. Oh no. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> well, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. So uh so basically that's that's the case. Now meanwhile Oh yeah, well let me let me tell you what you find out before we move on. So yeah, uh you. you case the joint and during, I, I assume you're probably varying your times. You know, you go there in the morning, you go there next afternoon, then maybe in the evening. Um, every time that you're there, every time you're checking it out, it is just quiet as the grave. You know, there's there's no sign of any um, any activity. Although on the second day, oh hello dog, on the second day that you um, <laughs> that you come back. Um, there's some fresh graffiti on like the exterior, one of the exterior walls. Loba life. Loba life. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I decided it just, I was bored, so I was outside standing guard, and I just started doing some graffiti tagging. Yeah, Lobo life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that mutant dog in uh, Vampire Kingdoms tagging the tagging the wall of canines. There you go. Um, all right. right, let me let me just tell you what the symbol is here before oh. I pause to let the dog out since she obviously oh. has to go. <laughs> She's oh. standing there forlornly. Just staring at you. Yeah. Um, okay. So actually, yes, it it um, it's a symbol that that chills your blood, Laszlo, because you have a phobia now. Oh God. Oh Don't no. You? Don't you? I do. And um, yeah, and so this is um, this is a symbol you recognize as belonging to the cult of Tark the Spider God. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Dave. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> no, no, I refuse. <laughs> refuse to believe that. <laughs> 
yes. All right. So, and I'm going to pause the recording and let the dog out. Okay. All right. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, there's a spider on the wall. Alex yeah. is, I mean, oh, Laszlo the is scared. The, and Alex in real life is also <laughs> scared. Um, yes, it is the symbol of the sect of Tark, the spider mm-hmm. god. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You... Let's see. Is Tark considered a demon? Well, that's an interesting Ooh, question. question. Let me look at... see. This is one of those situations where I have to look at what the other skills are. Because if there's like, okay, there is a religious doctrine skill. Let me see what that means. Okay. This is the knowledge and background concerning various concerning various religions, their history, rituals, practices, general philosophy. Okay, so that would be your religious lore skill. But let's look at demon and devil lore. Persons of this skill are knowledgeable about the ways, desires, practices, abilities, and hierarchy of devils and demons. So it's very yeah. specific. Yeah. Devils like and demons are, are their own thing. So I have demon and devil lore. Yes, you do. So you I both have that. it's funny how he picked a lot of the same stuff. That's cracking me up, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, religious doctrine would be the skill to use to know anything about Tark the Spider God. Okay. So you don't know anything about Tark the Spider God. I will point out that uh, the city of Arena Town does have two sages, but of oh. course, do you really have the time to go to a sage? Mm-mm. You don't. Uh... Okay, so yeah, after that last visit, uh, I will return to the carnival uh-huh. and seek out Maneater yeah. and uh, let her know hmm. what I found. Specifically, this Tark the Spider God symbol, and mm. being that I that I don't really know anything about the religion, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and assume that this cult has claimed that building for their own. Okay. You know, I can't imagine any other reason why they would tag it with that, unless it was like they're you know they're saying, hey, this is ours now. I will remind you, since it's been a few weeks in real time, but only a couple days in, in game time, that when you were in the building, you did, there was something you didn't follow up on, which was that at one point you overheard a group of people laughing somewhere deeper right. inside the house. So, that's like dr- drunken, right. drunken revelries. Yeah, yeah, we on. avoided them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, that's mm. probably that cult. Okay. So, could you know i'm not sure that'll be really changes our plan any but it's good to know good to know good to know <laughs> more spiders <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> okay all right so actually on the night of day two so this is pretty much more or less is you're both uh you know you're healed up you've got your armor either completely repaired at this point, or maybe you just got a couple more hours to do before bedtime tonight, you know. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> resting and healing and you're expecting us to work on our armor. That's just you've, got, you've got your Trello board set up and you've got, you know, armor repair. <laughs> that's one of the items, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're just, yeah. Just about ready to check it off. Yeah. And um, remember what I said earlier about how great this system was? Like it looked on a surface, it looked like there'd be a lot of like bookkeeping and uh, that, and I was like, no, but actually, it, it totally facilitates, uh, you know, fun story <laughs> moments. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's, 
using well, your words? Or? I like I like to think that when the mechanics do <laughs> intrude, they help to facilitate more fun story moments. You know. Um, okay. All right. That's just my opinion. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> well, obviously yeah. I'm the sole opinion holder of that, but that's that fine. Okay. Good. So, um, yeah, but it's, it's, you know, it's after dark for sure. There's, uh, you know, many, many torches a burning, uh, around the carnival grounds. Um, you know, because things are a bit hard right now in arena town for most folks, turnout hasn't been great. You know, it's like, it's like a really depressingly attended Renaissance fair, you know. So a Renaissance fair. So a Renaissance fair. <laughs> inexplicably there's somebody in fucking Jack Sparrow cosplay even though this is like the Palladium world and <laughs> nobody's ever there's, there's always somebody in Jack Sparrow cosplay <laughs> that's it exactly it transcends all universes all mm-hmm. realities mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah but anyway so then there is a fanfare of trumpets <laughs> what just <laughs> hitting me like how ludicrous that would be <laughs> Just some guy, some extra in Jack Sparrow cosplay, yeah. just in the background. He's walking around with his fucking hand gestures and shit. Like. Completely unremarked upon, you know, like nobody, <laughs> nobody even like, yeah. He's like, you see him in the background, you're like, yeah. is that is that Jack Sparrow? Oh, he's gone now. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Oh, man. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. okay so anyway. There is a fanfare of trumpets um, yeah. that can be heard mm-hmm. coming down the uh, main lane that leads to the, uh, you know, the grounds that this, the carnival set up on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you hear the booming voice of a, uh, of, a, of a professional herald, you know, make way, make way for the Baron. Baron of what? Well, presumably he's referring to the Baron Marsa, who is the Lord of Arena Town. Okay. And uh, and in, okay. indeed, you see a uh, procession of liveried footmen and uh, armored guards with their bill hooks and glaives, and um, they are escorting a very rotund man um, on a litter that is being borne by eight slaves Um, and uh, you know he's sort of fanning himself in a very kind of desultory manner with a ostrich feather uh, fan you know and he's dressed in like you know full finery you know the latest fashion of the slashed the slashed sleeves and the brocaded doublet. Um, and he's, uh, but he looks, um, he looks a bit perturbed. Well, his son is missing, right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. And so, um, obviously, you know, the, uh, the gate is opened for the Baron and his retinue and they come onto the carnival grounds. And so, uh, hurrying forth to uh, to meet him, of course, is uh, Idrin. Mm-hmm. And um, he is accompanied by uh, Jer Majan, who you you've come to uh, you, you saw him briefly on the on your first day. He was the 
bald man with the scar across his forehead, um, dressed in like black leathers, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is um, he doing again? Is he he's part the, of the he's the cap well, he's the captain of the airship, is what you found out. Oh, that's right. Okay. So he he pilots the airship. And in okay. fact, um Laszlo, um uh <laughs> <laughs> um Annalie has uh has confided in you that there are rumors there are rumors that uh Jer was once a feared pirate captain. Mm. I believe it. I got a little mm-hmm. read off of him when he was walking by. He looks the part for sure. And I think he I got a kind of uh unscrupulous or anarchist alignment, like some kind of uh selfish alignment off of him when I did the uh aura read when he walked by. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep, indeed. Um so, uh, but Idrin is, is sort of taking the lead and, you know, uh, he, uh, he bows deeply and sweeps his own plumed hat off his head and, and even Jer, you know, sort of inclines towards the Baron as, as most other people around take a knee. Well, pretty much everyone actually takes a knee. I don't know about the two of you. Uh, no. No knee, no knee for Maneater. Okay. How about Laszlo? Um, I start to take a knee. But then I kind of notice that Man Eater isn't, and I, I don't take a knee. But no, fuck that. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, um, so then. Um, Very good. Yeah. So then the uh, the litter is lowered down, and um, the Baron uh, sort of half rolls off of it and stands up. Mm-hmm. Slightly undignified, and uh, and then he sets his uh, he sets his fan down, you know, on the on the litter, and then he kind of walks forward with his thumbs hooked in his belt, very looking very imperious, you know, as he looks around, and Idrin um, stands up and uh, does not put his hat back on. And uh, and says, "Your Grace, you honor us with your presence." And uh, and the Baron sort of gives a little dismissive wave of his pudgy hand, you know. And he says, "There is no time for such uh, formalities. Uh, I have come here for a very specific reason. I understand that you are harboring a monster among you, a wolfen." <gasps> Oh, no! I need to get this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Your hats fly off. off. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get in disguise. Well, well, considering that you're eight feet tall and you didn't and you didn't bow, uh, you kind of are sticking out like a like no. a giant oak tree. So I'm making a run for it. So yeah, so he's like, <laughs> you <gotta> run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing it. I'm picturing yeah, it like uh, Ale- it. <laughs> I'm picturing it, Alex. Like when uh, when the uh, monsters would start to run in EverQuest, like they just turn around, and start like running in one place, you know, like <laughs> oh, yeah. they, like not without moving. Like, yeah, yeah, because they'd be like yeah. laying out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so yeah, um, do you do you want to run? Is that what you're no. doing? No, I mean like obviously, like I'm I mean, where are we? 
I said that would give you a head start. That's true. I mean, I, I mean, we were going to go out into the city anyway and go get the sword. So mm. might as well leave now. Yeah, it's up to you. So I say the lesson, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> okay, so you say that as you're running or? No, no, I'm about, I'm about to say <laughs> <laughs> no, I say it. I say it like, or I'm like, let's get the hell out of here, and I start running. <laughs> okay, gotta so go. I, so I'm frozen in place. Okay. I'm assuming is everyone turning around and looking now? Uh, yes, people are. People were starting to turn and look. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be. I'll, I'll. I'll probably be a bit frozen. Uh huh. And then kind of look over my shoulder and see that. That Maneater is no longer there and is possibly disappearing into the horizon. Well, little <laughs> dust cloud. <laughs> it's just a silhouette of my shape, like in a dust, in a like little cloud. But at this point, we probably hatched our plan, right, Dave? Yeah. Or we already know mm -hmm. where we're meeting. Yes. We're yeah. there, yes. All that yeah. Well, yes. Absolutely. We definitely have the time to talk about that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna play it a little different. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna play. I'm gonna feign ignorance. And hopefully try to slip out during the commotion and meet up with Maneater at a rendezvous mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. Because I don't even think I'd be able to... I mean, what's your speed? Oh, um, 13. Oh, mine's 13 too. Okay. <laughs> Why so. is mine 13? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like your speed would be way higher than uh, that. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe you just didn't roll very well. Uh, probably not. Let's see. What do Wolf and Roll for speed? That right here. Wolfen roll, yeah, 4d6, so hmm. by all rights, it should have been higher. Yeah, it should have been, but oh well. Mm -hmm. Okay, well. Um, running through the we're town. We're running for it. Okay, Yeah. you're going for it. You're getting the fuck yeah. out of there. Okay. I'm not, yeah, not going to stick around let this guy boss me around. <laughs> okay. All right, so... Um, all right, so um, Maneater, you've been yes. <laughs> you've been walking the perimeter of this carnival for a couple days now as uh -huh. on, on guard duty. So yeah. you actually know it pretty well, so you know exactly where to run to, you know, uh, dodge out of the way. I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. So you run back between the uh, Annalie's tent and the tent of Soraki, the tattooed man. Okay. Who's very nice. Very nice oh, guy. I'm sure he's awesome. Yeah. Claims to be half dragon, you know, but that's just a hmm. shtick. So. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you jump the fence uh, right okay. there. Good. Uh, of course, yeah, obviously. Yeah, walls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No I have problem. a skill walls skill. Yeah. And it, I mean, really, when I say fence, it's really just a rope. That's mm. being suspended between certain, mm -hmm. you know, um, spikes stuck in the ground, right? Right. So it's really, yeah, it's no biggie. Uh, of course, obviously behind you, you hear the cry of uh, Baron Marsa. I keep wanting to call him Baron Marsa. That would not be good. Uh, <laughs> no, that would be gross. <laughs> um, gross. Yes. Uh, you hear the cry of Baron Marsa. You go, after it, it. take it down. It take it down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not on my watch. Sounds like Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> Very it is. Yeah, yeah. This is a cameo by Hitchcock for sure. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he did a bit of acting in addition mm. to directing. 
Um, and uh, Stargate as well. That's right. Boy, I want Well, I might as well make the best of it. <laughs> How can I be the most powerful person here? I guess I'll become Baron of this town. <laughs> I guess this town needs a Baron. This town you don't needs know a it baron. yet. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so you vault over the rope and you can hear the the clang and the and the the cries of the uh, guardsmen as they take off after you. Obviously, Laszlo, you see all this happening as well. Um, mm-hmm. Not sure if there's anything you want to do in this moment or just let it play out. I, I want to uh, just, you know, feign at getting out of the way. Like, you know, I'm just one of the other... Well, you know, I'm just a circus performer like anyone else. That's yeah. right. Uh, you know, and, I, and I'll kind of slip off to the side. Mm-hmm. And while this commotion's going, I will leave the circus grounds through... A different exit and take one of the pre you know uh plotted out routes mm-hmm, to get to mm-hmm. the same location so we you know we plotted multiple routes because i took mm-hmm. you know different ones so i'll take yep. a different one to get there and uh, if i get there before man eater i'll wait uh if not then once i get there we'll head inside try to get the sword mm-hmm. okay so man eater let's mm-hmm. uh let's try and see how successfully you're able to escape from these soldiers who are pursuing you. Um, Do you have any skills that you could apply to this? Mm, Scaling walls. Okay. Disguise. Right. And mm, that's it. Okay, so it's kind of up to you then. I'll say if you're using scaling walls, then you'd be sort of parkouring your way, you know, like you, you'd kind of be running down the street and then suddenly mm-hmm. make a quick break and like, you know, parkour up onto a roof and then just kind of yeah. go by a rooftop. Disguise would be, you know, either uh, snatching a, a canvas uh, awning and, you know, hiding under that while the guards run past or jumping into the back of a of a hay wane or, you know, something of, of that nature. That'd be a bit more stealthy. So it's really up to you how you want to um, go. Well, I think I might go with um, disguise, even though I'm huge. Like, I don't right. Know. But yeah, I mean, you're, My you're scaling wall skill is lower than that. Sure. Sure. Uh, I'll tell you that I'll give you a bonus to disguise based on the darkness. Okay. But I'll, I can also give you a bonus to your scale walls based on your speed. Well, my speed isn't very good. No, it's not. What is like it? 13. 13? Mm-hmm. So you would add 13 to your uh, scale walls. Uh, for, it's like basically the same number either way. What would you give me for my disguise? Uh, it would depend on what you're doing. But if you're just trying to like lay low and let everyone run past you, yeah. uh-huh. I'd give you like a plus 30 for that. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I want right, to get so, to that house. Yeah. So, you know, as I mentioned last session, the the streets of Arena Town, like most uh, cities in the Western Empire, are very uh, labyrinthine. You know, um, there are no building codes and there's just kind of general unregulated, out of control construction that's always going on. So there's overhanging uh, second and third stories, you know, and like these kind of right. like, you know, kind of crazily tilting uh, buildings and you know so there's just a lot of shadows and it's it's nighttime anyway mm-hmm. and not a lot of light out on the street so you're able to you know duck around a couple corners and then like I said you know maybe find a find a convenient spot to sort of hide yourself 
okay. uh, you know, and uh, and make that roll. Let's see how okay. you do. Uh, two. Make it with a two. Wow. That yeah. was a percentile roll? Yep. Wow. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Percentile. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Apologies mm -hmm. all around. I'll all allow right. it. Forever. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 11. Okay. <laughs> that's uh that's almost as good as a two. Yeah. Good. Um all right, I'm just handing out some XP here since we're actually the action has started. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> uh yep. I'm gonna do that as well. Okay. Okay, so uh great. Yeah, no, that's that's an excellent role. And so you are able to lie low and um you know, a few minutes later, you hear the, the hobnailed boots on the cobblestone trooping by. You hear the shouts of confusion. I think it went that way. Oh, check over there. You know, careful. I think it's armed. It, it was a gladiator once, you know, etc. Mm -hmm. um, and so gradually the shouting fans out, dissipates. Let's see here. Uh, where, where to would they be going? following you from yeah so they're heading they're heading north more or less toward like the mercantile quarter so you're going to okay. want to you're and you're heading uh west is the direction okay. you're going to want to go so all right all right so out on the streets it's 11:30 p.m. Hmm. let's see what happens to you guys <laughs> Nice. <laughs> something like a piece of masonry falls on her head or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me bust out the City yeah. State of the Invincible Overlord uh, random. No. Oh my god. <laughs> that was totally weird. You're, a, you're attacked by a pack of giant rats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I seem to remember running that for you, Alex, and like you got into a fight with somebody's ogre bodyguard or half ogre bodyguard. And then yeah. you and then you accidentally disemboweled the the guy that the bodyguard is trying to protect, and you're like, "Oh, oh yeah. I'm really sorry." Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, I think a chunk of masonry fell on my head. Yeah. Oh well, that yeah. was the thing. You started carrying like an iron bumper shoot with you everywhere you went because things kept falling on you. Yeah. <laughs> and like critically injuring you. Oh yeah, really bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So uh, so is Laszlo taking main streets to get to this house or is he going down side streets side streets all the way all right let's see here Ooh, 97 that sounds juicy mm. okay and of course obviously man eater you're taking lesser streets as well yep okay all right that is a 30 okay okay so, Maneater, uh, you you slip out from under your your disguise or your uh, concealment. Mm -hmm. I always worry when Dave starts getting like extra energetic after one of these I know, I know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I like oh. how I, ha I like how I have certain tells. Oh, you totally do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, sorry. Anyway, uh... <laughs> that's a bad sign too. No, I just. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to control himself. Yeah, he's trying to, he's so giddy though. 
right now, right now his knees, his knees tapping. You can't see it, yeah, but like knees going yeah, crazy. Right now. Yeah. This is, this, no, it's just I was I was looking into Laszlo's future here, and it made me laugh. So, um, oh, oh. but let's we'll handle Maneater first. So, Maneater, as you you get out from under your concealment and you uh, you begin to wend your way through the back the back streets and and side alleys, mm-hmm. uh, making your way over towards the the abandoned manor of Salik Reynard. Mm-hmm. And um, you, uh, you know, you're, you're you're sticking to the shadows, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you can hear how to put it. You can hear like shouted oration. Okay. Okay. Is it like an actor. Yeah, or like somebody giving a speech, maybe. Like a street preacher. Well, exactly. So, like, uh, you you actually come out onto a small square, mm-hmm. and yes, there is a a very um, wild haired, long bearded old man in like black, tattered rags with his feet wrapped up, you know, in oh, in, in dirty linens. But he's he's up on the the um, rim of this uh, communal fountain in the middle of the mm-hmm. square. Mm-hmm. you know and he's just he's just uh he's going to town you know he, he he's just like i have had a vision the old ones shall return soon and scour the surface of this of this fallen world and kill the sinners and and those who followed worship before them <coughs> will uh, <laughs> will <laughs> will be richly rewarded, and so on and so forth. There's a small crowd of about maybe a half dozen people, probably most of them just watching it for for the lulls, as they yeah. say. <clears throat> you know, so is um, that anymore? Oh, well, in the world of Palladium, it's still very contemporary. So <laughs> <laughs> they're about five years behind. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They only have one Chan in Palladium world. They're, oh, not, they're not up yeah. to 4chan yet. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so this guy's like just going full Yeah. Full, or... full full manic street preacher, if you will. Alright. Okay. Um and uh yeah, so he's just he's just Is going he crazy. In my way? Oh no. No no. Just a bit of just a bit of color. <laughs> you just ball through him. Yeah, exactly. I, was just I mean, no. Like, I mean, really, you could. Him. Yeah, you can just you can just stick to the edge of the square. Or you can stick to the shadows. Yeah, the, I think I'll know. do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just keep moving. Yeah, no. I mean, look, these are these are random encounter tables, so they're just here to add color to your journeys through right. the city. All right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pushing through. All right. So Alex, I rolled. What did I say? I rolled a ninety-seven. So yeah. that takes me to table twenty-seven event. And then the reason why I started to like try not to die is Stick that um, there's like a one there's like a one quarter chance that something's gonna fall on you. <laughs> no, are you serious? Is this a city state you're rolling? Oh, I swear to God, there's only a four <laughs> percent chance of work. ending up on this table. It's like <laughs> if my character dies from a fucking chamber pot. Or a chamber pot is on here. There's chamber pot. No, you probably cribbed this from City State. I did not. I really. Didn't. Oh, is this, in, is this in the Palladium book or is this? No, it's a it's an old supplement called um, uh, what is it, what is it called? Um, 
City Mid State. It's called <laughs> oh, City <shit>. State <laughs> of <laughs> the Invincible Overlord. Oh, no. No, wait, sorry. Invincible Overlord. Uh, oh, God. No, it's an old supplement called Mid- Midchemia Cities, and it's just full of random encounter tables. Are you sure that's not an anagram for City State? Midche- Midchemia City States. <laughs> so All right. It's, so it's a chamber pot? Yeah. A gargoyle. Oh my god. Is that one of the possibilities? A gargoyle? Uh, no, but loose bricks and stones is a okay. possibility. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, a meteor? A meteor? Yeah. Yeah, it could be a meteor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh All right. my god. Here we go. Or I'm some ice sort of passing jet. I'm going to roll right now. <laughs> no. Is it a fucking chamber pot? Are you no, serious? it's bricks. It's what not a chamber pot. However, it's not a brick. However, as you are making your way through the through the back alleys and side lanes, somebody does empty their dishwater out of an upper story window. Oh my god. And it just splashes right down on you. Gross. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Thanks, thanks. Well, I'm wearing my hat. Are you getting ready to flip the table? <laughs> yeah, I'm my, my own desk. Ow! Oh! <laughs> um, so, so that hat I'm wearing, though, that looks like it probably would, like, uh, carry the water off to the sides of my head pretty nice. You know, that's that's a good point, actually. Um, why don't you give me a d20 roll and try to roll equal to or under your armor rating? Nice. Which is even lower now. Yeah, well, it's a six, six so it's not it's not horrible. Not okay. horrible. Here we go. Six or less. Here we go. I've been I've been having a good night. So of course I roll a fifteen. Ah, uh, all right. Uh. So I mean, the hat does protect your face. You know, it yeah. protects your face from uh from direct impact. But yeah, no, it it does soak your your cloak and you know shoulders and torso. So, um, you know, and, and, and what was it, in the dishwasher? What was she washing? Dishwater. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just foul water, you know, like, like oh. refried beans were just like sitting in the water for, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's just kind of like a little soapy and, um, and foul smelling, you know, uh, so, all right, I'll keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Can't let this stop me. Okay. Just dishwater. <laughs> All right. So keep presently, going, presently, the two of you rendezvous uh, outside the house of uh, Salak Reynard. Uh, hey there. So do kid. I smell now? Oh yeah. No, actually, man eater. Like you smell him like well in advance of like when you first oh, see him. No. He reeks. He absolutely reeks. In fact, you're pretty. You're pretty. Your first thought is like, "Oh no, there's some like vagrant hang, hanging out at our rendezvous point." You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, it's you. Oh, I thought it was some vagrant. <laughs> what, what happened to you? Don't ask. All right. Well. Anyway. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I guess those guys are after me now. Yeah, Wait. It, was, it was too good to be true. Life what do you circus. mean? The life oh. of the circus. <laughs> well, I mean, you could sneak back the first thing in the morning, and you know, it was a beautiful dream. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> now, just that we our dream is 
spiders now. This is a spider cult. Yeah, so what's up with that? Like Oh yeah, do we see the uh the graffiti? Oh yeah, yeah like from where we are. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still there. Yeah, for sure. So so I'm gonna be like, was that always there? Uh no. That appeared one night ago, two nights? Uh one night uh, ago. One night oh ago. yeah, that was the thing you told me about. Okay. Well, um, huh. That uh well, you remember hearing you remember overhearing some uh, people inside, right? I mean, I wonder if they're still here. Hmm. Well, I haven't seen anybody coming or going. But okay. That doesn't really uh, mean anything. So I think we should assume that they are somewhere. Right. Yep. Okie But I think we can go in through that little side entrance, right? There's like a little courtyard. Uh, yes, a little garden gate, if you will. Yeah, so we can head in through there and then check out the wine cellar area first. Yeah, let's do right? that. Or kind of bypass the house part, mm-hmm. maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, let's go straight in there. Okay. So, uh, uh, let's go. So, I'm going to just head to the door. Alright. So, you, you lope across the street and um, you check the door and, of course, you find it locked. Alright. How sturdy a lock does it seem? I mean, at one time it was definitely a sturdy lock. You'll re- you'll recall this house has been abandoned for about fifty years, so if anything, it's like the wood around the lock is probably a bit rotted, um, or you know, weakened from age. So, all right, I'm gonna take one of my my little short sword. Oh, all right. And I'm gonna kind of like try to like pry it open. Sure. Uh, question: What is your physical strength? Physical strength is 14. Okay. I didn't roll very well. <laughs> but, it's, but it's like 14 for a wolfen, right? So. Uh, no, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's an objective scale. It's the same scale for everybody. Yeah, yeah. That makes zero sense. Yeah, well, no, you didn't roll very well. What's your, what's your physical prowess? Physical prowess is... See. 10 wait 10 no 14 14 oh 14 all right that's decent how about your physical endurance that's 10 ah. hmm. i'm just i'm like all looks i'm like all like i look super buff but i'm not like I, yeah i love that you're a braggart and you don't really have the no things to back so, it up <laughs> so that character portrait is pretty accurate but <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Wait just one second. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> all right. Cool. So, um, all right. Well, that's fine. I, you know, with your with your sword, yeah, you're able to kind of lever leverage it open, and it cracks. Mm-hmm. The wood cracks, and, and so then I'm like, Haha, like I'm so smart. Like I knew I could get that. Simple. <laughs> Let's go in. Let's get in. Simples. Here. Uh-huh. All right, so you enter the garden, the overgrown, weed-choked yes. garden. Right. You can see in the moonlight uh, the wrought iron gate that leads down to the wine cellar. It is yep. standing ajar. Mm. That wasn't like that before. I turn and say to Laszlo. Mm. That does not look right. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been here, right? Uh, a couple days. Oh, almost a week at this point. Yeah. All right. Four or five days. 
Okay. It's been a while. I don't know, but please don't start. <laughs> Um, and then actually as you are, well actually Maneater your nose picks this up first uh oh it's you, Laszlo's smell or? No, well it's coming through it's coming it's overpowering even Laszlo's uh, stench yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was in that water I say just, just, that was not dishwater yeah that was not <laughs> that, was a, that was a bedpan or something no I mean, chamber pot is specifically a an entry on there so it was definitely maybe, not a chamber pot maybe it was like some cheese or dairy or some type of like some milk was left mm. to go bad maybe someone had the shits <laughs> and they could have made it to the bathroom <laughs> So they, so they just stepped out of the sink. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> just both cheeks right over the sink. Right over the oh, sink. Man, yeah. Yeah. Oh, time to step right out the window. <laughs> A victimless crime. A victimless crime. <laughs> that's what they thought, but you're yeah. the victim. Uh, All right. I rolled a 97. Oh, God. All right. And then I rolled a two. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, yes. So basically... Uh, Maneater, your your sensitive snoot yeah. picks up the smell of spilled blood. Oh, blood has been spilled on this night. Yes. <laughs> and death. Oh, there's a death smell too. Oh boy. That's not good. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> So I want to go, like, where is it strongest? It's all around. It's all in the garden. And so as you, as you look uh -oh. around, you can actually see, yep, there and there and there are some inert prone bodies in amongst the overgrown weeds and grass. I'm going to walk up to one to look down at it and see. Crouch down. All right. So it is a human male. He is wearing, um, you know, like saffron colored robes. His head is shaved. His face was daubed with uh, the same symbol that was graffitiing the wall outside. Hmm. Um, his eyes are open and staring vacantly at the uncaring night sky overhead. Hmm. And he has been comprehensively disemboweled. Um, you know, his, his guts just popped out like a like a party favor and oh. um or party popper okay. and um <laughs> and uh in, in a way that forcibly reminds you of the work of a certain rune sword yeah that's a little too uh too precise i guess right mm, too destructive perhaps yes or that's what i meant uh, specific to whatever it is that it does, <laughs> which is destroy things. So. Which is to do huge amounts of damage, yes. Yes. Okie dokie. And so he's, he's one of how many? There's three bodies in the courtyard. Well, that's a shame. I say sarcastically. <laughs> um, so then I, I get back up and I I turn to Laszlo and I just say, I wonder if the sword is, is still even here. There's only one way to find out. All right. I'll turn and look at the doorway leading down into the wine cellar. Okay, let's go. 
All right. So you head down into the wine cellar. Yeah. You make your way towards the back where you remember that strange gate you couldn't get open. Right. And here you find yet another difference. And that, of course, as you might have suspected, is that the gate now stands wide open. And we will leave it off there no! for this week. No. What happened? <laughs> it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's a mystery. <laughs> that 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 in and of itself is a mystery. Hmm. Uh. How much time we waste talking about other things and not getting ahead in the story. I know. We'll have to do better next time. Mm. I'll, I'll, uh, time I'll bring out do. a story candle. <laughs> no. Dang it. Uh, well, of course, if we played on the weekends, I guess we could go a little longer, but um, I don't know how realistic that is. Well, you know, it's a journey, not the destination. So. Indeed. We had a good time playing tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think also um, with something like this where it's a little more sandboxy, mm-hmm. There is story involved, but it's it feels a little less like compelled. I don't know. I just don't feel yeah. as like like strongly motivated to pursuing like the storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. as I would in like something with a little more linear quality. It's more like, mm-hmm. oh, if we you know, if we go to this dungeon and it's like we get to the first room and it's we get our asses kicked, it's like, all right, yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's kinda kind of oh, interesting. I agree. I, agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just using the I think I just use story in terms of game. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm using the um, the true story sense. Right, right. Well, yeah, your story candle thing reminds me a lot of the whole Red 7 dice that we used to have. Yeah, absolutely. Not that we digress too much. I think we just... No, I think we had... I think probably this session we've digressed the most, but it's also been a bit since we've done this, so I think it was a bit Mm. of the... Mm-hmm. You gotta get the giggles out as you're like you know, just hanging out. So. The giggles. <laughs> get the giggles. The giggles. giggles, giggles. Yeah. Plus, we had some uh, admin things at the top. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, uh, but you did manage to gain some XP. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's the main reason we're playing. I know. Mm-hmm. The only reason. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. So, like, just be honest about like it. Like the, uh, like the. Animal keeper at SeaWorld feeding your feeding the orcas sardines. I uh, I hand out the XP. That is a terrible example. I feel to bring insulted. Up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I could like jump for me, orca. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Give me the sardines, please. I'm fucking starving. I hate you so much. My <laughs> power. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, somebody, somebody needs to make a documentary about the poor oh, abused my... players. <laughs> oh my god, I was thinking, like, uh... I can pull your skeleton out of your meat body. Yeah, your meat body. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't, because I want those sardines. Dance for oh me. God. Yeah, exactly. Flip, do a flip. Yep. <laughs> make me laugh. <laughs> All right. All right, so Laszlo, you got 175. Mm. And Maneater, you picked up 200. 
How's that? What did I do? That was so great. Uh, you performed two skills. You oh. demonstrated quick thinking oh. and also daring. Because hmm. mm -hmm. I ran the fuck out of there and he's like, I want that wolfen. Yeah. I believe you have a wolfen on your staff. Well, I'm out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cheese it. <laughs> All right. Well, indeed. That's the way it goes. But yeah, we should probably, I think this just goes to show that in terms of our playing, that we need to have a separate podcast of just us bullshitting. Obviously. For Obviously. hours on end. And then, yes. and then we can, play, once we get that out of our system, then we can play. That'll right. Be the, uh, the cake that Marge makes her homework to ruin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, Homer, I made this cake for you to ruin over here. Yeah, we'll actually have two game sessions per week, but one of them will just get ruined by talking about stuff. <laughs> we could call it like the, I don't know, it would, that would be a very clever, a little clever name for that. Yeah. The Marge's Second Cake podcast. Marge's Second Cake. <laughs> but then everybody, everybody would be like, "I thought this was a Simpsons podcast." Well, they can go Why don't you fucked. talk about the Simpsons? Uh, go protest the COVID nineteen thing. Oh my god! Instead of complaining <laughs> about that shit, go do that instead. Oh, sorry, indeed. you can edit that out. <laughs> maybe I'll leave it in. We'll see where we're at in two weeks when I post this. <laughs> I'm just like, that's my just way of saying go to hell, basically. <laughs> go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> eat my shorts. <laughs> yes, eat all of our shorts. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I get to try and figure out a new pantheon, which I, is actually kind of exciting. I like that. Um, so, okay. yeah, that's what I'll be working on. Have fun with that. Over the next week. We'll be mm -hmm. figuring out ways of thwarting you at every opportunity. And uh, thwarting yourselves of money. And, uh, and, out of spite. and enraging the DM. Yeah, that was great. That was good. That makes me laugh because I just love having those pointless arguments. I just, I really cannot believe the thing about you getting something dumped on you like that. <laughs> there are literally, there are so many tables in this thing, and like, yeah, well, it just baffles me that that happened. I, um, I'm, I'm outraged. I'm outraged. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. If there's if there's a city <laughs> campaign or some kind of city centric thing, and there are random tables, my character will get something dumped on him. Yeah. There are, there are twenty there are twenty eight tables. Mm -hmm. And like I said, there was only a four percent chance of even getting that particular table. Yeah. And then there was only a twenty percent chance of having the something gets dumped on you uh, outcome. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds that sounds correct. Mm -hmm. Out of curiosity, if it was a if it was a brick, or something, like how much damage are we talking? Like, could that have killed see me? Here. Let's see if it could have killed you. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Uh, let's see here. Loose, br up. loose bricks and yeah. stones fall onto character from roof. Thirty percent chance character is damaged. There is a. <laughs> There's a 5% chance the house collapses after the bricks fall. What? <laughs> so I guess it leaves it up to me as the GM to determine what the damage is. So I, I would have been like, you know, oh, it's a D6 or whatever, you know, like. Mm. Although if the, if the house had fallen, if I'd rolled 5% five, 5 or less and the house had fallen. 
So like my character just happens to run by a house that's like it has a, like a controlled demolition. It's just yeah, like, it's, it's yeah. just a, it's just in the process of collapsing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, could happen. Yeah. Could happen. All righty. Well, anyway, yeah, we will uh, we'll do it again next week and and hopefully get a little bit more ground covered. Uh, mm-hmm. But at least I'm prepared now. There you go. Hey. Hey. Thanks Yay. For the game. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Sorry about being uh so so what? uh what's what's the what's the word? Um irascible? Like <laughs> 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 that's nice. but you, you you it was a great game. Was really yeah, fun. no. I mean, you know, it's like you said, this is nature sandbox gaming. Some some sessions it's gonna be all role playing, other sessions it's gonna be like updating your character sheets and figuring out how long it takes to repair armor and then mm-hmm. dishwater dumped on you, you know, like That's there you go. It. That's about it. Yep. <laughs> fun, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, then we'll do All it again right. next All week. Right. All right. We'll see you tomorrow night. All right. Later. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye.